0: Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, How we sounding? Good. Best show, good Mike. Here at thebestshow.net. Gearing up. Oh, gotta do that right. Let's get everything set. Everybody here on The Best Show over at TheBestShow.net. And I want you all to know that we will be here for three hours. And, guys, guys, I'm excited to let you know, let me put the... Bed music down here. I'm excited to let everybody know that tonight's episode of The Best Show is brought to you by Squarespace. How about that? Right? And, uh, you know, later in the show, we're going to talk about the uh, Super Bowl and all the commercials in the Super Bowl. And, uh, uh, Jeff Bridges had a commercial in the Super Bowl where he was hitting a thing next to people sleeping. I guess that's like a meditation thing he was doing, I think. I don't know. I don't meditate, so I don't know. But I do know that Jeff Bridges is is, uh, partnered with Squarespace, and he has an album of uh, relaxing sounds and guided meditations and stories up at uh, dreamingwithjeff.com, which is his Squarespace website. And you can go over there to uh, dreamingwithjeff.com and listen to it for free. You pay what you want and get the album. So you can go check it out and you get, uh, meditate maybe a little bit, get your head straight. Then go over to squarespace.com, build your website and enter in best show. The offer code is best show at checkout to get 10% off on your website. And guys, squarespace start here, go anywhere. And now the best show is going to start here. what do you think about that Mike Ugh! I tell you man does not take long this guy yeah I think it might be snowing you might want to get out uh, you might want to get a jump on things Mike catch the bus if you're allowed are you allowed back on buses you're allowed back on them Yes, okay, good. Well, finally, they lifted the ban on AP Mike getting on buses. No, that's not true. This guy can ride any bus he wants, anytime he wants. You kidding? You think this guy can't just get on a bus, do what he wants? You're crazy. He'll ride a bus all day, all night. I, got, I was at the airport uh, on that, uh, like, uh, came back from uh, San Francisco when uh, the snowstorm sor- snow started. And, you know, they have that, that little, that little uh, uh, tram type thing that goes from terminal to terminal. And it kind of made me think, what happened if you just went to the airport and rode that thing all day. Would they catch you? Would they just be like, alright, enough. Get off the tram. Or would they Would they even notice? Might be like... Uh, this might be a reboot of uh, The Terminal. Maybe I get a meeting at Amblin. I get in there. I pitch them. Guys... We all know the Terminal with Tom Hanks was a five-star flop. But I'm going to bring the Terminal franchise back. I got two words. Not two. I got two names. The problem with the Terminal was it was one dude stuck at the airport. need two dudes. That's the problem. That's where the terminal was off target. Jonah Hill, Channing Tatum. Stuck at Newark Airport. Riding the the, the tram all the live long day. Although the tra- that tram thing is outside of security, so they, they could feasibly go anywhere they wanted. Unless they get sentenced to ride the tram by a judge maybe a judge needs to teach them a lesson and makes them ride the tram all day long does that sound like a movie not all day long I sentence you to ride the tram Newark airport tram for 72 hours there we go there's the crack the crack of the Coors Light can. The Joe DiMaggio of Coors Light. AP Mike. He loves the echo in this new place. With that can. Don't you love it, don't you? Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like, uh, Elvis Presley doing, uh, uh, Heartbreak Hotel. That's the acoustics you got going with that, uh, that, uh, the, the Coors can out there. Yeah, that's your that's your heartbreak hotel. Literally heartbreak though that you're drinking that much coors. It's heartbreak and soon you'll be living in a hotel. <laughs> no. I uh, Who paints this picture of this guy like this? Who does it? How'd you end up with this image, Mike? I don't know. I I resent whoever whoever started this. I want to punch him out. Whoever started this thing that Mike's uh, a lush, uh, a common uh, drunkard. No, I don't like it. I'll Punch him out if I figure out who did that. Might have been that squirrel who used to hang out here. He's gone, by the way. He's gone for good. Him and his green friend, they're never coming back. What do you think about that, Mike? Yeah, well, don't cheer too loudly. They're, they're, uh, yeah. They'll they'll be back. They'll be back. Drop but Don't worry. Don't get too. It's like the opposite of Tinkerbell when you're like, everybody. I saw a thing. Well, first of all, let me say the music we heard before I start talking about, uh, the, the production of, uh, which one's Tinkerbell from? Peter Pan. Before I talk about the production of Peter Pan, I saw as a child Uh, musically. We're 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 making a little shift here in things, so we're in what we call the uh, 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 kind of like a a zone, uh, like a like a a a pocket here where we're uh, going to figure some stuff out in terms of the music on the show. So this week we went to the amazing Free Music Archive to play music from for the show over at freemusicarchive.org, I believe it is. We heard a couple things from uh, uh, the Cherry Blossom Clinic hosted by Terry T., good friend of mine, good friend. King Tough appeared on Terry T's show The Cherry Blossom Clinic uh, that was Keep On Moving from uh, a Cherry Blossom Clinic live session in 2012 and prior to that we heard uh, the band White Fence from their self-titled album the song Destroy Everything which is also uh, at the Free Music Archive how about that how about that who was that Mel Allen How about that? Remember that? Mel Allen. Back when, like, a baseball announcer, you couldn't bump that guy from the booth, he'd be 110, he'd still be in there calling a game. You have to wait for him to physically exit the planet before you can get someone else in there. How about that? At the plate. Boog Powell. chat the plate. Yeah, Boog Powell's not in this game. Uh, he's not in this game, Mel. Mel. Mel, the game ended four hours ago. You're watching the guys putting the tarp on the field. Starting us off also from the Free Music Archive, we heard the, uh, the raining sound from a Cherry Blossom Clinic session from 2004. If you can't Give Me Everything, one of my uh, favorite bands, those are three of my favorite bands, Raining Sound, White Fence, and King Tough, all good stuff, man, and you know what, also, not that I'm sidebarring the sidebar from the sidebar, but, uh, my bro, uh, Jake Fuglenest, uh, who used to do a, uh, a podcast called The Fo- uh, Fo- Fuglenest Filed. F-I-L-E-D. The Fuglenest Filed. He, um... He, uh, uh directed a King Tuff video. Really good video. So you check it out over at Funny or Die. Bum, 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 bum. How's my voice sound tonight, Mike? Crisp. Oh, I like that. This guy's coming back. I'm warming up to him again. So let's follow the logic path back here. Where did I end on this this little journey I was taking? Boog Powell. Pa- no, before Boog Powell. How about that? Let's walk it all the way back. Let's walk walk the logic back. I feel like Backstrom here, thinking through a mystery. You know the way Backstrom solves all those cases? We, you're going gonna to get him this week, Backstrom? Go, Backstrom, go! You can do it. Piece it together, Backstrom. What is the. Backstrom. Oh, boy. Luke Powell anyone, help me, please walk this back someone in the chat or on Twitter Mike's already out of the he's already checked out for the night I can't, can't, he's gone what's that? Mel Allen, okay, yeah, not Mel Allen I'm going to put that under the Boog Powell topic Um, Jeepers Creepers can't sidebar the sidebar San Francisco. Was that it? San Francisco? Yes. I was in San Francisco. Very nice city. Very nice city. A lot of good people came out. We did a, uh, a, uh, oh, Tinkerbell. There you go. We did a, uh, there was a tribute to Sharpling and Worcester at the, uh, uh, San Francisco sketch fest. And that was fantastic. Um, to be uh, there for, and uh, thanks to everybody who came out. Tinkerbell, when I was a kid, I went to the Garden State Arts Center. In New Jersey, there's this thing called the Garden State Arts Center. It's the outdoor arena, or, or the, the the outdoor venue, the shed. Not a shed, whatever. The, the place where the Beach Boys play every summer. You know where the Beach Boys just, you know they're going to be there they might have, they probably have it booked for like 35 more years beach boys i was a kid i went to see a production of uh, peter pan and they have this thing and 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 tinker bell i guess is like a little what what's tinker bell like a, an elf or something a pixie i should ask jason uh, this the uh the studio dude the, stu- the he was just at, uh, Disney World. I wanna talk, I'll talk to him about that, uh, we'll get, we'll get him on that. So this guy, it was at uh, Disney World. I, it was like hostage videos of him with every, uh, character expecting to be holding up a newspaper in front of Donald Duck. He was like, this Facebook, it was like, here's me with Pluto. Here's me with Goofy. But anyway, T- Tinkerbell uh was a uh, was like a like a a, a a badminton thing, the shuttlecock. And they lowered Tinkerbell down, it's like and then if the audience cheers, Tinkerbell can come back so get all the kids clapping and everything. And then um somebody must have made a mistake or something cuz they did not bring Tinkerbell back. It was like a. There was a full. Like a, a total blunder in the show. Tinkerbell was not. Did not return. For that. Uh, that. That depiction of Peter Pan. Which I think is a. Uh, I think that's. Uh, they're going off book to not have Tinkerbell return. Aren't right, you kids? You gotta believe. Let's everybody clap to get Tinkerbell back. And everybody claps. Tinkerbell never showed up again. I should sue the Garden State Arts Center for uh trauma. Still thinking about that. Maybe that's where it all went wrong with me. Was that when Tinkerbell didn't come back at that that uh, that production of Peter Pan. And the funny thing is when you're a kid you're thinking of you're like, Who... How could these professionals make a mistake like that? And then, like, you realize who makes things, and it's like... No, it's some 23-year-olds were like...
1: Did I not bring uh, Tinkerbell back? Oh, no.
0: Whoops. Does he know later in the show, next 20 minutes or so, we're going to have uh, the host of On Cinema at Adult Swim... Dot com. Uh, Greg Turkington, I guess the new host of On Cinema, formerly the co-host of the show. I guess he's now the sole host. We'll find out more about that. Greg Turkington will uh, will check in during the show. And um, we'll find all about the new season of On Cinema, which I believe will air on adultswim.com. later in the show used to be hosted with uh, Tim who used to be the primary host and I guess he called Greg his co-host or something like that it's a really great show where they review movies kind of like an updated uh, updated uh, 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 Siskel and Ebert type show but We'll find out more about what's coming up with them in eh, 15 minutes or so. We'll get uh, Greg on the line. And I know you heard it at the top of the show, guys. I'm going to say it again. Did you know? Did you know that today's episode of The Best Show is sponsored by Squarespace? Did you? Well, know it. Squarespace teamed up with the Jeff Bridges, right? The guy, you know, the dude in the the, uh, Big Lebowski. Guy from uh, all kinds of movies. And he put an album out. On his uh, website called DreamingWithJeff.com. And it's got uh, guided meditations and and stories and relaxing sounds. And uh, you can get that album. It's available for download at DreamingWithJeff.com. You can download it for free. Or you can pay however much you choose to pay to download it. And all proceeds from the download go to uh, No Kids Hungry, to the charity No Kids Hungry. That's good, right? Help charity out. And you guys have bought worse albums for less noble reasons. So, yeah, go to uh, check his album out over at DreamingWithJeff.com. And you can, uh, he had a Super Bowl commercial where he was doing the chanting in the room with the uh, the people while they were sleeping. I guess that was meditation. I, I got to start meditating. I don't know. So you go there, go to dreamingwithjeff.com. Then you're all wound up now and super inspired. Do You go to uh, squarespace.com. Start building your own website. So you get all your stuff out in the world. Get your album out there. And you can build that website with a free trial. No credit card required. So you go over there, you build it. Easy to customize. They got templates. Templates or templates. I choose to say templates. Others will say templates. And those templates look great on any device that you may check out a website on. Squarespace is using their newest uh, platform, Squarespace 7. Where you got all kinds of... Uh, you get, they got the integration with Google Apps. So it's... Uh, you, you can show up all over... Uh, all different devices. They got a partnership with Getty Images. So there's 40 million high-quality images available. Easy to use. Versatile. So what you do... You go over to Squarespace.com, you start building your your, your portfolio, your personal site, put a store. or You want to do your store? You can do your store at Squarespace.com because it comes with a free commerce option. Maybe you want to do a fan site, right? An AP Mike fan site. Put that up. Or or the best show I'm going to say do a best show fan site. Don't do an AP Mike fan site. And you're putting the thing up. You're putting your site up. You need some help. Squarespace has 24-7 support to help you out. So, guys, what you do, go to squarespace.com. You build your dream website. And when you're at the checkout, you enter best show. Best show at checkout. You get 10% off on your purchase. And it's also a really great way of showing your support for the best show. Squarespace, start here. Go anywhere. Go support them. Let them know the best show. Uh, Let them know. The number 201-332-3484. It's a moot point, though, because all the lines are full right now. Mike, who's good here? Your idea good or my idea good? Your idea of good. I will find out if it's my idea of good. Best show, you're on the air.
2: Hey, good evening, Tom. It's Jason from Long Island City, Queens, calling.
0: Jason from Long Island City, Queens.
2: How are you tonight?
0: I'm doing alright. What's up, Jason?
2: Everything's great. I'm really curious about this 2016 presidential election we have coming up next year. Very excited by it. Uh-huh. And I know one of the biggest candidates out there is your governor, Chris Christie. Uh huh. So I wanted to kind of envision maybe through your eyes what a Chris Christie presidency would look like for the rest of
0: us non-New Jerseyites. What's your name again, young man? My name is Jason. Jason. Uh, let me just, I'm going to put, I'm going to just ask you, you're not going to be able to hear what I'm going to say to these. Hey, how does this uh, Claude sound? Is he loud enough? Good. Welcome back, my friend. Yeah, no, I didn't hear a thing. Jason? Yes. Can I ask you a question? Please. What month is it? I think
2: it's February now, February 2015, which means it's a year away from the big election and Chris Christie's no. getting a lot of traction.
0: No, it's not a year away. It's a year and a half away. What are you? It's almost yeah, two years.
2: Numerically, it's a year, but I know November's the election.
0: Oh, you know that, huh?
2: I, I think it's. I think.
0: Look, man. You know what I think? I don't care. Who cares? It's. It's a hundred things are going to change before that election. Go. To, go look on a, a. Go look on your on your computer. Look up and see who was in the lead in any of the uh, any of the uh, 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 any of the races twenty two months before the election. I guarantee yeah, no. that person was not the candidate.
2: All right, so maybe Herman Cain at this point last cycle, but Chris Christie's got a lot of charisma. No, he doesn't. He's in, he's in Dallas at the, at the football game. So, so he's he's really like rubbing elbows with the
0: elite. He's I rubbing, like, I don't even know I what like to say defense. to this. This is, it's like I you're, like your governor. it's like you're creating words meant to get a rise out of me. He's rubbing yeah, elbows he's with, like. the uh, he's yeah, with the elite. He's just, with the owner of a football team, the elite. Jerry Jones. The, el- the only thing he'd be the elite at is a screening of Smokey and the Bandit. Jerry Jones. I'd like to see that. I would too. That's the only. That's what they should use that that stadium for. The world's biggest screening of Smokey and the Bandit. I buy tickets. Have you called before?
2: Uh, I have. I've called a couple of times before. I've, I've been lucky enough to talk to you before.
0: How did those calls yeah. go?
2: I think they went really well. I don't know. Exactly. I, don't, I don't think in the uh, the scope of the best show universe, <laughs> you know, I think I got gumped. I got uh, uh, bad company uh-huh. This time, I'm hoping for a better outcome.
0: So. You got bad-companied once. That was one yeah. call. Yes. And what uh, what happened on... You called... But it was the only time you called?
2: Yes. No, no, I called another time, and, uh, and I got a...
0: I... Yeah. You got hung up on. Just like you did right now, pal. What is it with these guys, man? Can you imagine... I can't think of anything more boring... Been focusing on an election that's two years away why would you do that to yourself it's like it's it's worthless nothing tracks now hi everybody tim heidecker here we have a brand new office hours that just came out of the oven we've got legendary psych rocker ty siegel and doug is back from down under good g'day and his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lucenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice, or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. <laughs>
3: I'm
0: a political junkie. I like to just know all the stuff. I want nothing to do with the po- uh, political anything anymore. I'm done. I'm done. Political. Get all excited. Throw them all out. That's what I say. Throw them all out. Who's good here, Mike? Who's next? Two. Best show you're on the air. Ah, sorry, oh, 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 ho oh, oh. ho ho. Welcome back. Yes,
4: I'm back.
0: (laughs) I have never been... I'm so happy. I never thought I would say, Spike, I am so happy to hear the sound of your voice.
4: Aw. I think a lot of people have been wanting me to call for some time.
0: They have. You you played it perfectly. I gotta say, you played it perfectly. You held out. You didn't act desperate, and you came back when you made people want it. Then suddenly you're back. Now everybody's over the moon. And they they forget that you're the worst caller ever. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Well, I I would. But
3: so how
4: are you? And not that I'm officially elderly now, you know.
0: Yes, you had a birthday. Happy birthday. Yes. Ha, right? Ha, ha, happy. I'm not going to sing happy birthday to you. Uh, But I will uh, wish you a happy birthday.
4: uh, Thank you. Now that I'm old now.
0: I don't want the Hill Sisters crawling all over me. Happy Birthday Uh The Hill Sisters They wrote Happy Birthday Oh yes I don't want them Knocking on my door For their their, uh, For their coin So what did you do For your birthday Spike
4: Oh I Walked around the city You know I didn't go I wanted to go To the movies But the only movie That was playing Was a movie I really didn't want to see
0: What movie was that?
4: The Boy Next Door
0: the Boy Next Door, that's the movie starring a Jennifer Lopez.
4: Uh, and, yeah, yeah, that person, yeah.
0: I gotta say, that movie does not look so good.
4: No, well, that's why I wouldn't want to see it anyway.
0: You wouldn't uh, want to see it?
4: Uh, you know, the, the thought of a 60-year-old woman seducing a 16-year-old high school 60.
0: kid. <laughs> I love how... You you round up so much. 60. She's not 60.
4: Oh, yeah, she's 60. Yeah, that, that woman from the Bronx is 60.
0: She is not 60, Spike. Yeah, she is. So you didn't want to see it?
4: I didn't want to see it, mm-hmm. no. I, I don't watch her movies. Hmm.
0: She's 45.
4: No, oh, she's 60.
0: Okay, you know, you're the birthday boy. I'll go along with you. She's 60.
4: She's 60. She claims she's 45, but really she's 60.
0: Okay, all right. So you did not want to see that? No. But what, so you went around and you just were, what, people watching? Is that what you're doing for your birthday?
4: More or less. More or less.
0: Now, when you people watch her, is it you staring in windows
4: No, I I walk around and I, you know, ride the subway and I, you know, go to stores and things like that.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. You know, the normal stuff. Yeah, you walk around, go to stores, people watch. You ever go to an apartment building and just press all the buzzers and then hope somebody buzzes you in?
4: No, I only do that to my building.
0: And then walk the halls? You've never done that?
4: Oh, when I was a kid, I used to go to all the buildings in my complex and just walk around. Mm
0: -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In your complex. Yeah. What else is new? We're already running out of gas here. It's been a year and a half since we've spoken. I'm already falling asleep.
4: Oh, nothing much. I just told Mike while I was waiting uh, that I just got through watching The Flash.
0: The Flash, which is this show... This is this is the craziest thing that happened while in the year that the show was on. And did you miss the show while it was gone, Spike? Yes. You did, right? Yeah. I missed you. I'm glad to know you missed the show. So yes, this I missed it. In the year that we were gone I used to make fun of you about this show, The Flash, which stars this actor who you're you're quite the fan of. This guy, John Wesley Ship, And I, I would make every kind of comment you could make. This guy's washed up. I don't know what you're talking about. He's a nobody. He'll never work again. Lo and behold, I turn around, and he was on that show, The Flash. He was on the, 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 the series, The Flash, back in when? The late 80s? 1990.
4: 1990. 91.
0: And on that show, he played the Flash? Yes. Which is funny because he's the Flash and you're the Flasher.
1: Right? They they call
0: you the Flasher. But that's a side note. We're not going to get into that right now. So I'm like, there's no way this guy ever works again. They bring this show back. They get a kid on it. There's a kid playing the Flash, right? Yes. But this guy, they put this guy John Wesley Shipp on the show. And he plays the, he plays what, the Flash's dad or something? Yes. Papa Flash?
4: Sort of, yes.
0: Does he, can he run fast?
4: Oh, no, no. He's not the one with the superpowers.
0: So it's not like he had them at some point, and now this other Flash has them.
4: Right. That's yeah. That's not the way they they are writing the show.
0: How did the Flash get his powers?
4: Uh, he was doing an experiment, you know, because he was a, like a CSI type person, mm-hmm. and it was a, a thunder a storm. Okay. And he got zapped, and that's how you know he got his powers.
0: Mm-hmm. Isn't it ironic that he's. That that you're you're a fan of this show where a guy runs fast,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and that's something you do pretty regularly.
4: Oh, I wouldn't go that far. Is so like it's not, only, it's not the only new show I like,
0: but like you're running from situation. You know what I mean? Like, uh oh, woo! Right? You hear like, whoop, whoop. then suddenly you turn into the Flash.
4: Oh, that, that's why
0: I've been told on occasion. Now, this guy, look, John Wesley Shipp, Have you, you've you met this guy. I've seen pictures of you with this guy. Yes. Nice guy? He, oh, very nice. Does he know you? Does he like, hey, Spike? Yes. He, he saw me, yeah, he recognized me. hmm Sees you, gives a little nod. Another guy comes along. Let me tell you about how things work uh, at at a TV show, Mr. Pupkin. You have to understand, an office is a workplace here, and a lot of people, and then you kind of get, the next thing you realize, you're out on the street. That ever happen? No. Not to me. No. Spike, I've got to say, I'm overjoyed that you're back. I'm overjoyed. You played it right. I couldn't stand it when you called. <laughs> nah, nah, you know what? Fair enough. Laugh all you want. You won you won. I lost. You won, I lost. You played it right. You you should have taken that that and to a casino. And you would have cleaned up. You would have taken that poker face to a casino. You know what I mean? Take it, you to your, your, your bluff. You, you'd be like, "Hit me," right? Hit me. No, then
4: maybe I'll go to a casino.
0: Maybe, maybe I'll go with you. Me, you, and John Wesley Ship. We think about that. That would be interesting. We got to get that together, right? The boys hitting the town, right? <laughs> Yeah. Look out. Here we come. Right? Mm-hmm. Here come the boys. Look out. Right? What do you yeah. think about that? We're like bad to the bone. Like that would play. Like they turn. Who's walking into the casino? Banana And we walk through the door, right? Mm-hmm. Who are those guys? We're the boys. Check it out. And then we go right to the hangover slot machine, and we play the hangover slot machine all night.
4: Is there a I didn't know there was a hangover slot machine. Well,
0: yes, there is.
4: Oh, where can I find it?
0: At your local casino.
4: Oh, so that would be Aqueduct or Yonkers.
0: Well, those are, look. I could do to you right now. You're going to do this about casinos. I could do right now what you do to everybody else when you you bad mouth their thing. When, when you say when you talk about Staten Island, you, you you goof on it. I could do the same thing to you talking about Yonkers Casino.
4: Oh, I've been there.
0: Oh no, I'm sure you have. I didn't dispute that.
4: Mm-hmm. I'm just
0: saying it's a it's a it's a trash casino. I don't
4: go there very often, but I do. I have gone there.
0: Yeah, but it's trash. It's a trash magnet. Right?
4: Well, it depends on what hour you go.
0: No, any hour of the day. That's a 24-hour trash magnet. Yonkers. Yonkers Casino. There's no... What do you What do you think uh, uh, the Rat Pack's going to be there? It's only going to be a pack of rats is going to be there. When the Rat Pack is at that casino, it's literally people running from a swarm of rats and Mike just cracked another uh, cold one Spike I'm going to say welcome back and thank you for coming back and let's keep this conversation going all the way through the rest of our lives
4: Oh uh, I would like that
0: I appreciate you Oh I never felt so cowed this guy this guy cowed me And I'm also a fan of your your Instagram you you run the best Instagram in the biz
4: I do have quite an interesting uh, array of photos on Instagram.
0: (laughs) Yes, I would agree with that. And you see, I like a lot of them, right? You see that. Yes, I've seen. Yeah, I'm a fan. You did it. You won me over.
4: And it took how many years?
0: Uh, When did you start calling? Nine years ago?
4: I think close to 11. Yeah, 11.
0: 11. You and I. Old friends book. We're, we're like Simon and Garfunkel. Old friends bookends, right? Oh, no, yes,
4: I do like Simon and Garfunkel.
0: All right, that's enough. Goodbye. I'm being told my guest is on the line. I'm going to bring this line up right now. Do I have Greg Turkington on the line? Hey, guys. Yeah, I'm 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 here. This is Greg Tarkington, who is the host, the host, what, 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 what should I, how should I refer to? <laughs> it's nice hearing that, actually. Um, yeah, for the last five
5: years, I've been the resident expert for the show on cinema, and uh, this season I've been bumped up to host, so it's pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, and and the the, the show on cinema is a movie review program that I, uh, it runs on adultswim.com. Yes,
5: we give expert advice and expert opinions and basically a guide, a blueprint on uh, what you should watch and what you should skip each week.
0: Mm-hmm. When, in terms of when you're going to head down to the movie theater.
5: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a show for movie buffs, but, uh, and you know, people who really know their stuff and especially this new season, because I've got a new sidekick on the show, who's actually, uh, aside from myself, one of the country's foremost film experts, film buffs. And so uh, it's, it's going to be an exciting season.
0: Uh, Greg Turkington. And, uh, Greg, Greg, tell me when this season starts. Well, you know, with these uh, Internet programs, you can watch it 24
5: hours a day. It's going to start tomorrow morning. They put it up on adultswim.com and also on YouTube. Uh, but really, the choice is yours as to when you want to watch it, similar to movies. You know, there's people who like matinees, there's people who like midnight movies, and then there's people like myself that, that like them all. You know, sure, so, sure, uh, that's one of the good things.
0: Any time of day for you, for you?
5: Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes uh, a morning movie is nice. If you you get a, a family movie, like a Kramer versus Kramer, mm-hmm. uh, something at midnight would be more of your, uh, you know, your Dracula or... Uh, Maybe a Godzilla movie or Frankenstein, something like that. Sure, sure.
0: Now, now, um, yeah, a lot of different types of movies. That's the crazy thing about movies. There's so many different kinds. And that, so that, many different kinds. And, and you know, a lot of them are classics,
5: which is a genre into itself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's one of my favorite things about On Cinema is you're, you're five, five seasons in now? What's Is this going to be the sixth season starting? This is the sixth season as a televised
5: program. Now mm-hmm. we started out strictly as a podcast, mm-hmm. and the ratings were so good and the interest was there that we started filming the show, and uh, now it's the foremost uh, 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 movie show on television or on the internet at this
0: point. Yeah, and and you guys are are deep, and I, I guess I should say when I say you guys, um, you had a there was a, a you were not the sole host of. On cinema. No, the- no.
6: The
5: show was originally uh, created by Tim Heidecker, who did a great job as the host. He didn't always have his movie expertise down, you know what I'm saying?
3: Mm-hmm. But as
5: a host, uh, you know, he was fantastic. Sometimes would get a little too into the personal melodramas, as I call them, the soap opera aspects of his own life. And, uh, you know, we're trying to get away from that and focus more on movies this season. Uh, You know, some of his medical problems and marital problems and things like that tended to overwhelm the movie coverage, which is really why people are tuning in. So this season I can give you 100% assurance that it's all going to be movies all the time. Mm -hmm. Popcorn Mm -hmm. classics, uh, Oscar picks, and, uh, you know, new movies. Movies come out every week. That's the nice thing about them.
0: Yeah, I want to let everybody know we have uh, Greg Turkington on the show, he is the host. The host. You are not a co-host now. You you are in the host chair now.
5: I'm the host. Now, I used to be sort of the resident expert, and I got to say, from moving across the row to the host seat, I really uh, started to feel for Tim because it's hard to be a host and an expert, and that's why I've had to bring in a second expert uh, to provide some expert commentary along with what I would give to the show.
0: Mm-hmm. And the, can you can you talk about this second person?
5: I'll tell you, I just we just taped the first episode, which airs smart. We just taped it tonight. Okay. We just were able to sign this deal last night to get this expert, and I think it's best to keep it a surprise. A lot of people are excited to find out who this is going to be. Oh. I can only say it's somebody that you've all heard of and that you're all going to be very excited to see uh, in that guest
0: seat. Mm-hmm. You know, what's kind of funny about what you're doing is you, it's not unlike a movie, what you're doing here in terms of your, your whoever's going to take that second chair, you're keeping it as like a thriller. Like a thriller
5: suspense, like, uh, I'd like to uh, reference Alfred Hitchcock, who is the master of suspense and one sure. of my favorite filmmakers.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. He's one of the great movie makers. And... Um, uh, you can check out On Cinema, the sixth season starts tomorrow on adultswim.com. And, uh, Greg, we, uh, we uh, you know, I've been a fan of the show. You have uh, always been kind of dedicated to really making sure the, you get the word out on what to see. Um, Movies are my passion. And as you know, I teach classes
5: during the hiatus. Uh, at some of the local rec centers and things like that to Mm -hmm. help share my expertise with others. Mm
3: -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: Are there movies that you would uh, uh, recommend that maybe between the two seasons, between the fifth season and the sixth season, that you didn't get to review on the show that you would want people to to make sure they check out?
5: yeah. I mean, every week, every week, there's several more like that. One that I think you're going to be hearing a lot about uh, in the coming weeks is one of my favorite movies, and and actually one of my Oscar picks for 2014 was Annie, which was a remake of an old, old black-and-white classic, and they've done it up great. And um, as you may have known, this is one of the scandals that we actually revealed on on cinema. It was not reported in any media. We were the first to break the story. You noticed that when they announced the Oscar nominations for Best Picture this year, they only announced eight. Now, last year, there were 10 Best Picture nominations. The year before, there were 10 Best Picture nominations. But the ratings on the Oscars have been going down steadily every year. So what they decided to do was to put out the eight, and then a day or two before the Oscars air, they're going to leak the other two. Because, in fact, there are 10 Best Picture nominations. They're not going to let you know. Keep an eye on the news on Thursday or Friday before the Oscars. I can reveal here for the first time, because I do have the insider information The two uh, final nominees for Best Picture are Annie and The Hobbit 3, and the award is going to go to The Hobbit 3.
0: Oh, you're actually telling us the Best Picture. Yeah. You, not just, wow. No, no,
5: it's going to be an upset, it's going to be a surprise. I mean, anyone who's an insider who knows their stuff knows it's not a surprise. Of course, The the Hobbit was uh, critically acclaimed, one of the greatest series ever to take place on a screen. Uh, They kind of wanted to play with the outrage that the public would have when it appeared that The Hobbit wasn't being nominated. And so people have been mad. You see on blogs and on Facebook and uh, just listening to conversations on the bus. You hear people who are saying, this is ridiculous. I'm not going to tune in if The Hobbit's not nominated or Annie's not nominated. Mm-hmm. But that's why a couple of days before the actual awards, they're going to say, oh, hold on. These movies were nominated. We just didn't announce it yet. So tune in and you're going to see the greatest ratings Oscars ever had
0: because they teased at the last second yep, two more movies
5: just like, a, just like a good movie would do yeah and, that... you know and th- and I, I think it's brilliant and i'm really excited to see peter jackson step up to the plate and pick up another oscar and uh get on with his career making great
0: movies and i know um you're you're a big fan of the 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 franchise and um you've been really a, a, a champion of these movies as they've come out over the over the years and um, you it's it's kind of when you, i know you made a point of saying when the final movie in a series comes out then it's um it's usually the one that cleans up at the yes. at the at the awards so this exactly. is this is sticking to that that template You've you've explained, and because you also even you've made a point on the show of saying, and this is something I've kind of kept a, kept a, a, a you know an eye toward is that when the final James Bond movie happens, then mm-hmm. that's the one that'll clean up awards wise.
5: All right, I'm going to give you another scoop. They actually already manufactured the Oscar for James Bond, and they have it in a vault. Uh, just outside of Hollywood in Van Nuys. They're so confident that that movie will take home the Best Picture award. Uh, They're just waiting to see when that actual final Bond movie hits the streets. Now, I hope that that award stays in the vault for another 1,000 years because I do not want to live in a world where there isn't another James Bond movie to look forward to. But I can absolutely guarantee you with 100% certainty that the last James Bond movie will take home the Best Picture.
0: So when they say this is the final Bond movie... That's the one that gets critically acclaimed, as well as they're all commercially. critically
5: acclaimed yeah. and they're all commercially acclaimed. It's just they don't get that magic Oscar touch. I guess that I yes. mean? Mm-hmm. which is a whole other thing. A whole other thing. Sure.
0: Now, can you go into into anything with the the kind of this the whatever you want to call it in terms of Tim Heidecker, who was the who was the host of On Cinema for the yeah. for the entire run. But then it it fell apart. I guess as a fan of the show, it, it got it it got very messy very fast. And there yeah. there was a lot of personal stuff and um acupuncture,
5: and- I don't know if you saw some of that. He had an acupuncturist on the show and was trying to
0: turn it into a health show. Mm-hmm and then he also I, had a uh, a motorcycle accident.
5: Yeah, I mean if you call it an accident, he fell off the motorcycle when it was parked uh-huh. at a Walmart parking lot. I mean, uh, you know, that's, yeah, it's that's not, not a very it's not a very glamorous accident. That's not uh, you know, like easy rider or something.
0: Sure. Well, exactly, it's, it's not the, a moving accident. It's technically an accident, but it's not a it's not like he was going 80 miles an hour on his motorcycle and he crashed. was
5: going zero miles an hour. I mean, I don't know if the, the kickstand sometimes on these things is faulty.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not
5: sure what it was, but, uh, you know, Tim's a great host. I mean, and, and he, he created the show. Um, I will always uh, salute him for bringing me on. I mean, he didn't know where to find a movie expert and he, and he knew that I had the expertise and I have the collection. Now I just, recently entered the guinness book of world records uh for watching 501 movies in 501 days Uh, when i first went on the show i didn't have that feather in my Mm cap and he saw something in me and so i always salute him for doing that it's just that you know he has his his issues and things he's moved to jackson hole wyoming and is very involved with the motorcycle community there Mm -hmm. and with water rights and this sort of thing just Mm -hmm. doesn't really have time to keep up on the movies. Sure. And that's what the show is supposed to be about. And so I think he felt uh, with some of his personal problems, uh, he fathered a child out of wedlock and that type of thing. Uh, you know, those were taking over the program and it would get out there where we had uh, less and less time to review the movies
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and
5: we were getting complaints every week. You know, I don't care about this or that. I just want to hear what movies sure. I should go see this weekend. And yeah. so uh, it was a mutual decision that, that, uh, I should take over the show and he should go on to do uh, bigger and better things out there in Jackson hole.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Greg Turkington, the host of on cinema on the, on the line. And he is, uh, the host of the sixth season of on cinema, which starts tomorrow over at adultswim.com and, um, Greg, I'm actually there's a call here that I'm being told to take. Okay. I'm going to just put this through. Hello? Um yes, hello.
7: Um I have a question for Greg Turkington.
0: Can you hear uh the caller, Greg? Hello? Hello? Hi. I, it, it one bumped the other one. We're just trying to get the lines Square here. Let me. Should I lock it? Let's see here. I'll Movie see it's doing that. Any questions you have, trivia, okay.
5: anything like that. There I, we go. You
0: know, we have it. Them. Caller, are you on, caller?
5: Yes,
8: um, I have a question. I wanted to know what uh, Greg Torchenton's favorite actor is.
0: Who's
5: favorite actor is? Oh, wow, there's so many. I would probably say... Uh,
9: hey, it's, yeah, it's actually Tim Heidecker. I'm goofing on you. Oh, Tim, oh. Tim
5: oh. <laughs> I guess my favorite actor for tonight is Tim Heidecker because he really pulled yeah. me there that's that's some good acting <laughs> Good job Hi, everybody it's good to hear from you Tim
0: hey Tim
9: yeah, yeah. hey Tom um, how's it going
0: it's going good I it. we uh, I
9: wanted to get you.
0: yeah I got uh that was good We have Greg on the line kind of talking about the new season of on cinema
9: yeah listen I just wanted to call in and wish you all the best um and thank you. you know wish you wish you hold on let me just say what i want to say i want to wish you all the best and wish you luck uh this show means so much to me um and i feel like it's in good hands you if anybody's going to take this show into the future it's going to be you and i know that um we always haven't gotten along and we've had issues but tonight is the night to say um good luck and I'm going to be watching, and I think the On Cinema family is going to be watching, and we're all hoping for the best.
5: Well, um, you know, I've got some good news. We finished taping the episode about an hour and a half ago, and I can uh, honestly say it's the best episode of the entire uh, six seasons that we've done uh, wow. by far. Wow, okay, well. So that, that's great. It's great to know. It's great news, and thanks for your congratulations. I hope you uh, hope you enjoy this one as much as the rest of the audience will.
9: All right. Well, I also just want to say, you know, uh, the I don't know if people fans are fans or familiar with the Decker web series. Uh, the Decker ebook just hit the shelves on Amazon today, so I encourage everybody to go there and check that out. That would be great if everybody supported that. Now, for, uh, for I know, Greg, you want to see that do as, do well as, uh, oh, as well. Oh,
5: fantastic! Decker is my second passion. It's a great movie that was put out there on the web and chunks and and uh, i get so much acclaim for it and it's a real feather in my cap to have been involved and i just pray that decker 2 is is on its way that you've been working on that out there in jackson hole
0: mm-hmm. now for people who don't know decker tim 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 heidecker mm-hmm. decker is your it's a it's like your franchise your your um what, what would you call it, like an action franchise? Oh, it was a, it, it, a it, spin-off. Listen, it
9: was a it's a it's a web series that is a movie as well because you can watch it as a movie. It's a mini series, um, uh, and it's a it's my it's one of my passion projects. I've written it, directed it, produced it, star in it, and uh, it's really sort of my, uh, a tip of the hat to some of my favorite films, uh, the, the Jack James Richard Bond series, uh, not not James Bond as much, but you know, spies and uh, that sort of uh, even Chuck Norris and guys like that who are combined action with international intrigue, except the twist is that we're fighting Arabs such as Taliban and, you know, sort of making it more up-to-date. So sure, it's, you see it, a lot of that because it, of the it's, whole it, D.C. police that clamps down and makes you sort of everybody has to, all the bad guys have to be a certain. They can't be Arabic and that sort of thing. So we changed that, and we uh, we've got a great cast. We've got Joe Estevez, and of course Greg Turkington was in the first season.
3: Mm-hmm. And
9: I'm right now trying to figure out a way to make a second one because you know it's very challenging to make anything these days, let alone things that are so up against the grain. Uh
0: uh-huh. But
9: um, that's what I'm doing. I'm in here. and I'm calling you guys from the uh, from Jackson Hole. I'm outside of a Starbucks here. And um,
0: Jackson Hole just, is Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Uh, yeah. Which is a pretty, a pretty. Uh, uh, is it? What would you? Well, it's like a getaway for a lot of, lot of uh, famous people. Well,
9: there's that element to it, but where I'm at, which is not, is about 15 miles south of uh, the, the resorts and sort of the the lodge and everything, is a little more of your sort of classic Americana, uh, middle of you know flyover country, as we say, because. To support those that industry the, uh, the tourism industry and the resort industry, you know, there's a lot of working class folks that have to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm in that community. I actually have a little bit of ranch land. I have uh, 25 acres of ranch land that I have built a homestead on. but a little uh, cabin, a little uh, sort of a home kit that I put together, and that's where I'm living. And it's challenging. I mean, going from living in Hollywood and doing the whole Hollywood scene. And now sort of living off the land, so to speak, has been really,
0: really tough. mm mm-hmm. Do you yeah, miss, um, but but you, if I, and I know this, I don't know how sensitive you are about this, Tim, but um, I, you know, it, it happened on the show, so I think it's fair game to bring up, is during the, the fifth season of the show, you seemed preoccupied with things other than reviewing movies on the show, and it, well, right, yeah. And you had a motorcycle accident, um, right. which w- which was I mean, it was like a motorcycle. You t- it tipped over on you. Is that what it was?
9: Yeah, uh, you know, the, I can't really talk too much about that because that's sort of an active lawsuit right now. Uh, okay, against against
0: who who is it an active lawsuit?
9: Are they suing
5: you? Are they, they, they suing you at Walmart for causing? a... Like I said, I'm
9: not I'm not getting into it. I mean, it is with Walmart. There, there was issues about the signage the handicap signage but i can't listen i can't get into uh-huh. it i'll admit though that at that period i was going through a lot of stress I, my diabetes was in was flaring up and uh bad head injury and i was slapped with a paternity lawsuit uh which i'm still involved with as well and the the, the plan was get out of town get out a dodge so i've been in and i've been in jackson hole and now that's becoming an issue because if you look up, if you Google something for me, Jackson Hole water rights. Uh-huh. And it's insane. It's just like it's going to blow your mind. Everybody should know about this because it could happen to you if you don't, unless you live, you know, if you live in New York or something like that where you're, you kind of have a strong municipal uh, water work system. But where I'm at, you know, I've got my 25 acres, and it sounds crazy, but it's true. I literally don't have access to water because everything is off of wells. uh uh-huh and there is uh the land i bought which i'm in a lawsuit with this guy now too is there's no wa- there's no wells on that on that property on that mm-hmm.
0: acreage okay you know so it's really well, you're you're it's con- it's it seems like you and this is not to put any kind of judgment on anything tim uh, have um i mean i, I don't know it, it seems like it's it's a very kind of contentious kind of very, very aggravated time for you in a lot of ways. Like you, you got fed up with Hollywood and you got fed up with the show and you got fed up with, uh, you know, as a fan of the series, I mean, I hope this isn't saying anything out of line. You got fed up with Greg and, uh, it seemed,
9: well, I think it's about priorities. You know, I respect and appreciate the work Greg does, but Movies are not all oh, the segments I, and that, things.
5: I bring in a lot of outside segments for the show, you know, right. that I produce but in my own time.
9: The point is, life is about more than movies. And I know that's going to make Greg feel uncomfortable to hear that. But you can't just keep talking about movies all the time. Um, I like movies and I like talking about them, but it's not the only thing I eat, sleep, drink, uh, et cetera. Et cetera. Mm-hmm. So that was frustrating to me. And, um, you know... Along with the, the other things, it was time for me to go. But but you know, I'm still involved very actively with the On Cinema family. Which uh-huh. people go, huh? Because what, what are you saying? You're not the host anymore. In a lot of ways, they're my children, and they're the, you know they look up to me. And um, so I'm supportive of On Cinema. That doesn't mean I'm going to be sitting in the host chair. I'm going to be involved. No. I'm going to be kind of the puppet master. Um, you know, with the strings, you can almost picture. Um somebody up in the clouds and the strings coming down and uh not 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 for the yeah. actual show though, because i you know I did everything on this
5: premiere episode i didn 't even have a conversation with Tim about it, and I brought in my own expert, my own segments and things like that so i I, I would say that those strings were cut
0: mhm so you well, it sounds like you two might be in two different places in terms of that uh that's that uh, those are pretty uh but those well, are very... you know, just
9: think about it this way. Yeah, hold on. You have to think, of that. think about it this way. I gave you the show, right? Now, right. that doesn't mean it's not mine. Um, yeah, you so can it's because... Always, No, because it's always been mine and it always will be mine in a, in a way because it's something that I created and it's coming from me. That's why I'm so invested in it. That's why I care that it does well. That's why I gave it to you to take care of. Um, not to go, keep going back to this idea of God, uh, in the sky, but you know, you're a caretaker of the universe that I created. Um, but that's like George Lucas,
5: he gave the God Star creates, Wars God to Disney away. and Disney now owns Star Wars and Lucas has nothing to do with it. He's got no input and, and he's just become uh,
0: sort of a well, joke. I mean, did you have input into this first episode? Tim? Absolutely
9: not. Absolutely not. And that's, that I'm completely hands off. I don't want, I, like I said, I don't have time to deal with it. So, but then you're interested in dealing with it. I'm
0: not sure how you could consider yourself like a puppet master then.
9: In the grand scheme, in sort of the overall um, holistic approach when you're looking at on cinema. Mm
3: -hmm.
9: Um, And I'm going to be protective like a father is of his, of his flock. Uh, the shepherd is of his flock. If if I see the the brand becoming damaged, I'm going to obviously do something about it because that's my reputation.
0: Okay, okay, uh, that's that's but fair. I,
5: but, but well, why if you see the first episode make, and it's better than any of the right episodes a good show did? I mean, it, if the show, if the first episode's better than all the other episodes put together, uh, I think the right thing for you to do would be to just to walk away completely at that point.
9: Well, that's a whole different conversation, and and that, that would be amendments to the contracts and stuff. You should look at the paperwork because it's pretty clear um, in, in respect to you know, where the real decisions are being made. But I, I, I'm not, I, don't, I didn't want this conversation to go in this direction. I want nothing but the best, like I said at the top of the show, or the top of this uh, call. Uh-huh. I want the, nothing but the very best for the show and for you. And for all your listeners as well, Tom.
0: Oh well, thank you. We, <clears throat> well, you're can't... going to love it because
5: we now have two experts on the show, and it's 100 percent focused on movies. And the audience is going to be so happy for once. There's not going to be any disappointed viewers well, as that we've had that... throughout the run of the show. You, you, all you talk like you
9: talk as if as if the past five seasons were something that was unsuccessful. And I do resent that a little bit. You keep saying yeah, you know successful. finally the audience is going to like. But you don't but understand that you're where you are now because of the work that I did to get us here. Okay? So you're throwing okay. everything we've done, everything we've built under the bus for what?
5: No, I'm saying it's it's you've built a, a solid foundation, and now I'm erecting a castle on that foundation. No.
0: Well, that's, uh, a, that's uh, pretty extreme. I mean, in ter- yeah. because... I mean, no offense to you, Greg, but Tim kind of was the 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 star of the show. Yeah. He was the host. There's no watch star, the stars
5: are in the movies. This is a movie review show. You have a host, and then you have a resident expert. That's the format of these types of shows.
3: There's
0: no, 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 no. I understand that. But in terms of the hosting, Tim was like the, the – the, he was like the attraction, the, the thing that – made the show happen to start with well he's the best host of all time i i will give him that i that just does
9: not I... Gel, that does not gel with this this, this perception that that you, when you say finally the audience is going to be happy and i've made the best show of the entire series you know you there's de- sort of you can't
0: you can't sit on both sides of that one it, it feels like there's something it feels like there's a lot of bad blood running between you two no, guys no,
6: no, i just think
5: it's just a misunderstanding let me put it this way if tim had a show where he was hosting the opening of a soup can it would be a good show because he's a good host but sometimes people want movie expertise they're not tuning in just to see a great host at work they'll say oh my god this guy's the greatest host i've ever seen but i really want to know more about the movies i want to know mm-hmm. who's going to win the oscar and that type of thing. Right. when the host. Is sidetracking on talking about his acupuncture Listen. wounds and things. That's where the show was
0: derailed for a lot of viewers.
9: I appreciate. I understand what you're saying. There's no hard of Tom. There's no bad blood between us.
0: Oh, there's none between us. I, don't worry. With me and you, we're we're no, I'm we're square. Between
9: me and between me and Greg. Oh, between no you blood. and Greg. Okay. And I don't. Uh, we are hot-blooded guys. We each have, we're a very strong opinion. Sometimes the, the, the sometimes the you know, it goes there,
3: mm-hmm. um,
9: but that doesn't mean I, I have a ton of respect. That doesn't mean I don't have a ton of respect for him. The point I just want to make is, Greg, I'm going to be watching you like a hawk on this. That's all. Well, I think they're going to love it. You know,
0: because it's your franchise. Ultimate, you look at it as it's your baby, Tim.
9: It's always going to be my baby, no matter what happens. Uh-huh. I don't care if you know, four, forty years from now, and some you know, some young kids host a Haley Joel Osment. Somebody like that is hosting the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be, be watching 60, it like then. a hawk,
3: mm-hmm.
9: and I reserve the right. And I reserve the right. Let me make this perfectly clear. I reserve the right to take back what's mine. Wow! And I don't think I need to. You know, I was offered. I don't think in I will either. Show,
5: bit the dust when this show bit the dust because Tim ran off in, in a snit. I was offered a deal to do my own show called Our Cinema with Jimmy McNichol. And we looked at that deal, and and I said, you know what, I'm loyal to On Cinema. I don't want our cinema. I want to keep On Cinema alive. What Tim has done is incredible. There's never been a show like this. Mm -hmm. I want to keep it going. I don't want it to die. I don't want all his hard work to be for nothing. And so, yeah, I agreed to continue on and to accept Tim's generous offer to take over the show. And what I plan on doing is taking it into newer heights and making it something that we can all be proud of and a place for people to finally get some movie expertise well,
0: look i i can only say as a fan of the entire run the um i'm looking forward to the new season but i have to say there's something between you guys that is very it's it's just like i i don't know it just it feels like it really kind of yeah it it's probably a good thing that you're each on your own path now and kind of carving 15. out your own thing because it sounds like there it might be that you guys just can't share the ball anymore and uh, that might i be, we,
9: i i just want to just want to ask one one favor for greg for tomorrow's show if he could please 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 plug the decker ebook on amazon uh, you're in it, it does you good, you wrote the foreword, the forward, by the way, or he wrote the introduction, I wrote the foreword, it's a really great novel, it's a novelization of the Decker 1 series, please, please, love please mention it on the show tomorrow. Well, mm-hmm. we already taped the episode, so it's it's,
5: I mean, the episode we finished taping an hour and a half ago, and I didn't know that the book was out an hour and a half ago. Now, I can make sure to tweet about it, and to tell everyone I see to buy that book, because it's, it's uh, a real achievement, okay. fish, but it's, it's too late for tomorrow.
3: Mm.
6: <clears throat> okay. Yeah, it's too late, but I really so love the I, book. I, okay,
9: yeah. I mean, then, where else am I going to promote it? Where else is that book going to get promotion? If not, Well, how about we cinema?
5: get together and we'll start filming... Season two of Decker, and maybe work into the script some plugs for the book. Like maybe the book goes missing, or no, something. No, we're not
9: brainstorming and, Decker too, and I Kingston say, has I'm
5: to, to find the book. You know, right? Kingston has to crack I'm the code to get you. into a safe
9: not, to get I'm, that book out. No, this don't said, talk the, about Decker, You're not allowed to talk about Decker anymore, right
0: now. Okay, so that's that's off limits for him. <clears throat> Wow. Well, guys.
9: You're treading, you're treading on thin ice already now.
0: I have to say, um, it's, it's, a, it, this is not the turn I thought that would happen for kind of. I was excited about the new season of On Cinema, uh, starting tomorrow on Adult Swim at, uh, although, adultswim.com. And now it, uh, it kind of feels like. I, I hope I'm able, as a fan of the show, to watch the show without seeing this stuff kind of cast over the 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 top of no, it. you no. know what I mean.
5: Th- things are good. Things are good. I mean, Tim's got his motorcycle buddies. I've got my moves. I'm not doing a motorcycle buddies thing anymore. No, I'm oh, done really? with that.
9: What happened? Yeah, Why I are you got done with, with that? Guys, here and um, a um very quick story. I got my ass kicked. Uh, about a week ago by who and, um, huh
0: by some by motorcycle guys
9: yeah biker guys these guys who think they 're tough shit mm-hmm. and um, came at me pretty hard and uh, i didn 't break anything, but I
0: got hurt pretty bad mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
9: and i I just you know it 's been it 's tough out here i, I there 's not a lot of i don 't have a lot of people on my side
0: well i i uh
9: and uh, I, as people, they keep saying, "Mr. California." I changed my registration. I've changed my got a new driver's license. Everybody has this this chip on their shoulder. They think I'm this Hollywood guy, mm-hmm. and they just uh, I got I was in the post office the other day, and I got pushed. I got mm-hmm. shoved,
0: mm-hmm.
9: and you know they're calling me gay and this and that, mm-hmm. and it's just
0: it's rough out it's, there. Uh, it's
9: hard, and I got to go to Walgreens to get water. I'm bathing in Dasani. Uh huh. You
0: know, well, t- Tim, I, I, um,
9: I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to bring that into this conversation. No,
0: it's, it's, uh, it's definitely, yeah. I, um,
9: I, I gotta go. I gotta run. Um, I, hope sure
0: go I, hope I hope you're safe out there. I hope you're safe because I hope you're safe because. Is there a
5: dollar? W- is there a dollar tree there because you can get like a gallon of Niagara water
0: for a dollar? Yeah, it's I'm looking Tassani into that. There isn't, and, and I and
5: don't think bathing I, in. Tassani I gotta go. There, security guard there, looking at me he's gonna kick my ass. I
0: Well, be safe, Tim.
9: Good luck. Good luck, Greg, and uh, thanks for letting me call yep. in town. I, I yeah,
5: really
0: do have to of go. Of course.
9: Thanks right. for your support,
5: and let me know if you're in town. Maybe we can get together at Carabas or something and talk about the old times.
0: Hello. I think he's gone. All right. Well. Well, Greg. Um, well, good, Greg Turkington. Um, that was that was different. I guess. Uh, I. Uh, uh, you know,
5: Tim's a very passionate guy, and he's Mm -hmm. always brought a lot to the show, and it's Mm -hmm. good to catch up with him, and and hopefully uh, uh, he tunes in and and sees what the rest of the world will see in this new Mm -hmm. season, which is that it's uh, the premier source for movie information.
0: All right. Well, people can check out on cinema at AdultSwim.com starting tomorrow, season six. And, Greg, uh, congratulations, and um, thank you for the movie scoops also. That was very exciting. Yeah, thank you. And also,
5: you know, let your listeners know. I mean, uh, you can do this anytime when I'm off the air or whenever about uh, the, the world record that I broke uh, late last year for watching 501 movies in yeah. 501 days. I'm very proud of that. And we are going to have a banquet at some point this year to celebrate. All the fans are going to be invited.
0: All right. So people should. Check that out and uh, get ready to celebrate you for your accomplishment, and they should also uh, check out on cinema tomorrow.
5: Tomorrow at 9.30 or 10 a.m. Eastern. uh, AdultSwim.com and YouTube.com also will have it.
0: Cool. It's very, very exciting. Uh, Best of luck with the season, and uh, I hope to talk to you soon.
5: Thank you, Tom. And you've got the same name as Tom Cruise, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's something I, you know, not that I take pride in it, but it's something I I think about, so. Yeah, it's Thanks. pretty cool. Cool. All right. Thanks so much. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, that was exciting. Greg Turkington and uh, Tim Heidecker checking in there. Um, I'm going to tell you about this band called the Black Hollies. show back. Who did we just hear? How about that? The Black Hollies. What's the name of that song? Is that When It All Comes Down? I don't think that's the name of that song. I think the name of the song is... I think it's Wake Me When It's Over. Either which way. It's taken from, uh, again, Cherry Blossom Clinic from 2014. From the Free Music Archives. Over at freemusicarchives.org. And... We are going to see who's on line one at 201-332-3484. Best show, you're on the air. Hello, Tom. Yes.
10: Hi, this is Josh up in Boston.
0: Josh in Boston. That's right. This is the uh, the uh, uh, the uh, the organist, Josh? That's
10: right, Josh the organist.
0: How are you, Josh?
10: I'm doing well. How's it going?
0: It's going all right. We're yeah. kind of yeah. We're uh, we're uh, having a good time down yeah, here I'm doing the show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on with you?
8: Well, I was uh, calling because uh, I was listening to the last
10: episode, and you were talking about the Foo Fighters playing at uh, City Field at the Mets Stadium,
0: mm-hmm.
10: and they are. Uh, I wasn't sure if you knew, but I guess they're doing a, a whole week summer tour. They're playing a lot of ballparks and other huge places. Okay. Um, and they are, in fact, doing two shows this summer at my my place of employment at uh, Fenway Park. And they're. Um, didn't know if you had heard about the opening acts that they had selected for those shows.
0: For, the, for Boston. Right. I don't know who well, is opening for the Foo Fighters at Fenway Park. Who? Yeah.
10: I thought you'd get a kick, especially, you know, because you were talking about uh, uh, Katy Perry at the Super Bowl and how she had special guests chosen and that sort of thing. So they have, uh, for one of the shows at Fenway Park, they have selected uh, Mission of Burma to be the opening band. What? Yeah.
0: That's awesome.
10: Yeah, it's kind of cool and strange. I mean, I'm not sure what it'll be like to see them in a gigantic like that
0: but it'll uh, be fantastic to see yeah. mission of burma play uh fenway yeah they can kind of uh, uh where, where, where 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 do the bands face i saw one thing uh, what did i see the dropkick murphy's play uh the, their thing on palladia i think i saw okay the, the dropkick murphy's one um, uh, live I mean, at fenway live yeah, at that one part of fenway
10: right they I'm guessing they probably drew about 5,000 for that, so they had set it up so that the the seats were just in the, the ticketed seats were just in the bleachers, and the stage was facing the the right field bleachers. But usually, when they have these gigantic shows, um, there's an enormous stage that takes up pretty much all of center field, and then the entire infield and the entire seating bowl is uh, you know the ticketed area. So I imagine that's uh, that's how they'll do it.
0: All right. So it's, Mission of Burma, they can't be the only band opening.
10: Uh, they are the only band opening for one of the two nights. The other band, the other night is a, a young British band called Royal Blood that I don't really know anything about. But.
0: That's interesting. But, uh, I don't know. Yeah,
10: Mission of Burma and Foo Fighters, double bill.
0: I feel sorry in a way. What are these Mission of Burma fans, uh, not, I mean, what are these Foo Fighters fans going to make out of, uh, make a Mission of Burma? What are they going to make of that?
10: Uh, You know, hopefully some of them will dig it, but probably a lot of them will be in line for beer at that juncture of the evening, I'm guessing.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I could see that. Uh, yeah, that just seems like, seems like they're missing a band on that bill. Somewhere, You know what I mean? You
10: mean like another Boston band,
0: or? Like a band that those meatheads are going to want to see.
2: Hmm. You know? Well, uh, like yeah, should, I don't like, know. I mean, cause... I've
10: seen, uh, I'm trying to remember the, the shows, because they do a couple of shows there every summer, and I'm trying to remember who some of the openers have been. And sometimes they have been either more that kind of, Head scratcher thing where you're like, how does this appeal to the fans of the headliner? And then other times where, um, where maybe it makes a little more sense. It's, it's some of each, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just kind of a, you know, I don't know what went into this decision, but, you know, the Food Fighters are doing the thing right now where they're tipping their cap to the, um,
0: Bands from um, like there. the TV
10: show that they did going to all these different cities and yeah. recognizing the influences from those cities so it, it feels kind of related to that in a way.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah why don't they get like uh uh like uh, uh like uh the, uh, the, uh the 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 the, 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 the slapshot there you go right or or maybe uh like uh, uh scruffy the cat someone like that
10: yeah that would be superb
0: or why not like uh, the Pixies? Does make it almost like a co-headlining thing?
10: Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, the Pixies, even in Boston, the Pixies aren't that big
0: at this point. I the Pixies like, are big everywhere, Josh. <laughs> so, Josh, you are the organist for the for the uh, the 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 Boston Red Sox.
1: Yeah, that's correct.
0: You're the guy at the home game. Yeah. Who plays?
10: That's one of the classics. You can't you can't exclude that one from the repertoire.
0: Let me see. I'm going to name some songs, not by not by title, but by song. You tell me if you do these songs. Okay. Do you do that?
10: I have done that one, and uh, I don't want to disappoint you, but I I will say that I very rarely do that um, for Red Sox games at Fenway Park. I've done it sometimes for other sporting Mm -hmm. events that I've that I've worked at. Do Um, you? That one is not considered sort of part of the Red Sox, the, uh, uh, the, the Fenway tradition.
0: All right. Do you do?
10: Uh, again, I've done that one for like, a couple minor league games, a couple of hockey games. A friend of mine almost disowned me when I played it one time at a, at a minor league game. He was very upset because I guess he just really hates that song. But I, as far as I can recall, I don't think I've ever done it at a Red Sox game.
0: What's the go-to song? The one you know you have in your back pocket that you're going to get these meatheads to get on their feet. <laughs> when you look down at them, that sea uh, of caps, and you're like, this will get these these will get these animals dancing.
10: <laughs> I mean, you know, it depends if it's uh if it's a Sunday afternoon game, there tend to be a lot more kids there, so that's when you might play something um that's uh you know, more kid-friendly, um, I'm trying to think of a good example, um, I got a ton of mileage this year during day games out of, um, that theme song from the Lego movie, which I still haven't seen the movie yet, but, uh, everyone I know who had young children Mm -hmm. and their young children were telling me, you've got to play this song, and every time I did, the kids would dance Mm -hmm. around, um, if it's like a Friday night, you know, drinking kind of crowd, um... You know, as it gets later into the game, whatever is something that um, that people can sing along to, and it's easy to sing along and remember the words, or maybe you don't even have to know the words.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
10: Um, like uh, um, like that old song, Tequila, for example. That's an easy one because it just has the one word. Everyone just shouts tequila all mm-hmm. at the same time, and they hear the little melody bopping along. And
3: Sure, um, sure.
10: That's one that, that gets people going on a... On a drinking night, sometimes.
0: What about uh, uh, what about like what's a what's a what's a New England centered song that uh, that you that, like a New England centric song that you know will will get uh, everybody? What do you play Roadrunner? You ever play Roadrunner?
10: Uh, yeah, Roadrunner tends to get people going. That's one um, the DJ and I uh, both go to that one from time to time, and, and um, there's been there seems to have been a a little bit of a, a more Latter day kind of groundswell in popularity with that song
3: because
10: mm-hmm. uh, I think for a long time it was more of a an underground hit or a cult hit, but sure. it's pretty um, it's pretty ubiquitous nowadays. They actually played it at the Super Bowl
3: mm-hmm. the other night
10: yeah. after the after New England won. So it's and there was like I don't know if you heard about it, there was a, a bill in the state legislature to try to get it uh, passed as the the official rock song of the state of Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um, the bill did not pass. There was a a competing bill to try to get Dream On by Aerosmith. And I think in the end, it was just a stalemate.
0: Dream On? Yeah. Guy's high out of his gourd, uh, hallucinating. That's going to be the state song?
10: Well, somebody, some legislator wanted it to be
0: I, I don't know, I, I, what about, I would maybe go with a uh, uh, Cars song, what about a Cars song?
8: Oh yeah, I mean, I definitely,
10: um, you know, I have Cars songs in in the repertoire, um, this was the first, this year was the first year that um, baseball had um, sort of extensive instant replay, and um, so I had, at some point I had put together kind of a short list of you know, songs to play to sort of kill time while you're waiting for the umpires to watch the replay.
3: Mm-hmm.
10: And, uh, you know, the Cards had a hit song called You Might Think I'm Crazy. And people seem to like that one when I would play that one when the coaches would argue with the umpires to watch the replay. When you'd be like...
0: That's
10: that, that's got that weird sort of angular, new wavy kind of riff.
0: Now say I show up at a Red Sox game, right? Yeah.
10: Yes, that sounds
0: great. Next season, would you play, You because you played the best show theme on the game where the Red Sox won the World Series, which was yeah, crazy. Okay. In the stadium, you played the best show theme.
10: Yeah.
0: That was that was uh, ridiculous. I'll forever so be grateful to you for that. That was timing. You,
10: you, you know, you were, it was, uh. I forget exactly what it was. I think it was you had just announced that the show was going to go off Mm -hmm. the air, so it was. It worked out timing-wise.
0: Would you ever? And you know, you don't even have to answer this because I I I I feel like if you answered, you could get get in trouble with your bosses. So I don't (laughs) even want you to answer. I'm just going to say, what if you found a way to pay tribute to a certain New England boy? Who wrote a song called "1980s Rock and Roll"? Gigi Allen. Oh, oh gosh. gosh. <laughs> um, or when no, the Yankees, one... if, if the Yankees come to town and you play "New York City Tonight" by Gigi Allen. <laughs> nobody would know what that is that's like no i
10: confess i don't know that second one the first one i'm familiar with i've heard it before you know i do sometimes get um crazy you know i take a lot of requests on twitter and sometimes i get people saying oh you just put you know some one sort of nutty person out there like you should play a gg allen song and my you know the instinctive like, reaction is like I'm not going to do that.
0: No, you like um, having your job. Of course, I yeah, can't
10: right. do that. I mean, but I do. You know, I like I like um, playing. I like playing people's requests. You know, when they're when they're good requests, especially if it's a better idea than whatever I. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. I'm trying to come up with the right idea and I can't get it, and somebody else comes up with it for me, and that's like a great gift. You know.
0: Well, I'm going to come up this year.
10: Well, that would be wonderful. And, Tom, I will absolutely play, you know, a special request of your choosing for the occasion.
0: What if you played Bad Company?
1: Uh-oh.
10: Right? Yeah, we could do that. There actually is a, um, there's a release pitcher. I don't think he's on the team anymore. I think they just recently let him go, but he was on the team last year. And that was, uh, you know how the relief pitchers have, like, they request the song that they want the DJ to play when they come into the game. And it's like mm-hmm. a, guy, a guy song. Yeah. And somebody had, had that as their song when they came in, but it was not the Bad Company recording. It was a, a cover version by a by a band called Five Finger Death Punch. I don't know if you know this band. But I, I've heard sound, the, the music sounds, I think, kind of like what the name would suggest.
0: Mm-hmm.
10: It was a, a very sort of ultra-aggressive um, in your face, kind of presentation of that song. But well, I don't like
0: that at all. Sort of,
10: that's just sort of an aside, since you know, since you mentioned the song. But uh, I'd but yeah, stomp we'll keep that one in the in the uh, in the rotation as a possibility.
0: I would I would stomp out of the stadium if I heard Five Finger Death Punch's version <laughs> of a Bad Company song playing.
10: Well, I mean, you know, I'll warn you because they do they do give the ballplayers a lot of leeway in terms of. The songs that they want mm-hmm. to hear, and uh, you know, yeah. some ball players have perfectly fine taste in mm-hmm. song selection, and then others, it's you know, what you might consider maybe a little questionable. So you might have to you know just prepare yourself for that mm-hmm. a little
0: bit. All right, all right, fair enough. Now you, but
10: I will. Uh, but I personally will, you know, do what I can to uh, see to it that you that you thoroughly enjoy.
0: Musical selection. Well, I, Josh, I appreciate that, and I appreciate you. And Thanks, Tom. I wish you a fair evening. Thank you. Bye. All right. Let's see who's good here. Who's good here, Mike? All right, let's check it out. Best show you're on the air. What up, douche? Are you up all night to get lucky? Ugh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's only one person calls me douche <laughs> on these things. Uh, is this who I think it is? It is if you think it's Darren. Uh-huh. I did think it was you. Did you like what I did? What's that, the song you just did? Yeah, it sounded like I was daft punk, didn't it? Um... Well, I mean, not not really, but I, I, it sounded like you were trying to sound like Daft Punk.
7: Wait, so you've heard of them?
0: Have I heard of Daft Punk? Yeah. Yes.
7: Oh, yeah! It's this group everyone, including me, loves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They really got people talking.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got people talking. That's uh, you're a, I, I, I gotta say, Darren, you're uh, you're a little little late to the to the Daft Punk party, I guess. What? Yeah, yeah. I can't be. Well, uh, yeah. Well, that that album is like a year, like at least a year old. And that, that was la It was everybody was talking about that uh back in like 2013. I think that was. They were. Yeah. Oh. Well. Huh. I gotta. For people who don't know, the this guy is this is Darren Ploppleton, who I work with. Uh, my day job over at Consolidated Card.
1: Ow! Oh! Oh!
0: What's wrong? I'm sorry. I, hang on. I just stubbed my toe on one of those pebbled
7: garbage cans. Oof, man. Ooh. Oh, that hurts. I mean, I, I know those things help put this town on the map, but, man, when you bang your toe in one of those, it really hurts.
3: Mm-hmm.
7: It's like banging your foot against a shark's back upper molar like Rob Schneider did in Jaws. Ugh.
0: <laughs> Rob, Rob Schneider, uh, I thought Rob Schneider, no Roy Scheider was in Jaws, not Rob. Yeah, the Robbie. guy
7: who said the guy who said this boat needs to be way bigger.
0: Uh, <laughs> that I think you're even getting a different guy uh, mixed up here. That would, but uh, you're you're yeah you, you think you're all over the map here with that. I don't one think there. I am? Who do you who do you think I'm doing? When, well, you said Rob Schneider. Yeah. Rob Schneider was not in Jaws.
7: What was he in?
0: Uh, the He was in The Animal and uh, Deuce Bigelow. <laughs> uh,
7: looks like you need to go back to rock school. I
0: think you're thinking of Eric Burden. No, he was in The Animals. Yeah. Eric Burden. I know. He was in a band. Yes, I just took you to school. Well, The Animal was a movie.
7: It was?
0: Yeah. Oh, I don't
7: get it. I don't like it. I don't get it. I don't want it.
0: <laughs> wow, you really, whatever it is, you are pretty adamant, right? It is not your thing. Oh, yeah. Hey, what about the Super Bowl? Did you watch it? I did, yeah.
7: Well, you know, I stopped following football because they wouldn't let Aaron Hernandez
0: play anymore. But I made an exception Sunday night. <laughs> you 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 stopped watching because not because he played in the league and it turned out he was a he committed murder. Oh well, allegedly. But he he he's Darren. He's an alleged murderer. Yeah, the the keyword is is alleged. You know,
7: it hasn't been proven. Mm-hmm. And I think he should be given the benefit of the doubt because A, this is America, mm-hmm. and B because he's physically big and also famous.
0: Oh, okay, so he should be That's what what earns him the the benefit of the doubt. I think so. Uh-huh. I'll tell you what though. What's that?
7: I didn't realize how many Rastafarians are in the NFL. I mean, I wasn't sure if I was watching the Super Bowl or a Steel Pulse concert.
0: I, well, that's pretty, that's, that's a little out there. It's an astute here. observation. Hey, <laughs> it's, you know, in a, it's, it's an astute observation. It, it is. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I might call it a different kind of observation, but. Well, you know, it reminds me of that
7: time that we started skanking at the police concert, and uh-huh. then someone in the upper balcony nailed us with those fully loaded chili dogs. Mm hmm. That was something. It was like the guy buys two of them, Uh and he must have just Mm -hmm. walked right from the concession stand and immediately fired them down on us.
3: Yeah, yeah.
7: That was nuts. But, you know, we didn't care. We were just grooving to Sting and the other two guys, right?
0: Uh, Yeah, that was uh, one of those memories that you kind of try to slide to the back burner a little bit. Can I ask something? What's that?
7: Do you still have your ska beanie? you love that thing look
0: again being a teenager is it's a it's a it's a tight rope to be a right. teenager it sure is you try different styles and you you try things and maybe they work maybe it's the the thing that works for you for the rest of your life maybe it's the thing that you end up um Stuffing into the to the bottom drawer of your uh, your your dresser back at man. your at your uh, the house you grew up in. Speaking of, uh huh. Man, I wish we still had that tape that we did
7: back in '85 of our version of Pink Floyd's "The Wall." Ugh. Man, we really worked hard on on the New Bridge Wall. Well, I hate that it's gone. Yeah,
0: Darren, I gotta say, uh, are you sure you don't have a tape? I, I definitely. I don't have a tape, and I'm glad I don't have a tape. The less said about the the what we were doing back then, again, you're a kid, you're trying things out, and the less said about that, the better.
7: Well, hey, um, look, I don't know if I should bring this up, but I saw your mailman skip yesterday at Bickering
0: Yoga. Will you do Bickering Yoga? No, Bickering Yoga bickering yoga yeah yeah what is it's
7: where you 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 pair off in a hot room with a partner and then you yell at each other while doing yoga
0: it's super intense bickering yoga yeah wow that's i i thought it was just like a a hot room oh
7: it's a very hot room and i'll tell you the the conversation gets really hot
0: Mm -hmm.
7: yeah it's bad well, I'll tell you, I was not paired with Skip, but he was there and he got paired with Iron Wilkes, you know, from Iron's Reggae Challenge and Iron's Prog Rock Challenge.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
7: They got into it. At Bickering Yoga. Yes. And at one point, Skip was see if you can picture this. Skip was whipping Iron with Iron's waist length dreadlocks. But then Iron started strangling Skip with the straps of Skip's mailbag. Yeah, Skip brought his mailbag to yoga.
0: All right, I'm trying to picture this. My mailman Skip is... Yeah. Well, first of all, my mailman Skip does yoga, which is surprising. That almost is enough right there, that my mailman is a yoga enthusiast. But he's doing this kind of aggressive... Yoga, where he's yelling at other people. Yeah. And he's in a in a fight with Iron Wilkes, who, yep. yeah, everybody knows, uh, from just, he's been on the scene forever yep. in Newbridge. And, yeah. But he's whipping, Skip is whipping Iron with Iron's own dreadlocks? His waist length dreads, yes. And then, but then Iron's beating Skip with, his mailbag. Yep. Wow. That, that, I, that's just, it sounds like the opposite of what the point of that whole yoga thing is supposed to be.
7: It is. And it really turned me off of that whole scene mm-hmm. to the point where I think I'm going to try new Broga this
0: weekend. But you're, you're going to, what is a new, new Broga?
6: Yeah. Haven't you heard of this?
0: No, no, what is New Broga?
7: Well, there's Broga, you
0: know, that's, that's like yoga for
7: dudes, and that's, that's the whole thing that's been in the, in the news lately. New Broga is this other kind of yoga where they blast, uh, like, corn, biscuit, puddle of mud, and those other great groups, <sighs> and, and you wear, um, like, these backwards baseball caps, oversized sweatshirts, and, and these shorts that are made of super thick wool, and it makes you sweat your crotch marbles off, man.
0: N- what new bro? Uh, that's so. You're 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 you're. you're what? It's like that new metal is playing. Yeah, yeah. The worst music imaginable. Wait, what? Well, you like <laughs> you are a fan of that stuff. I am. Yeah. I had no it really idea. Get me going. Puddle of mud. I can't wait to sweat my crotch marbles off, uh, Tom. Again, you, that's the second time I tried to. I hoped you wouldn't address that again and say say that all again, but you you seem to be strangely proud of. Well,
1: it's the, it's part of
0: their motto. It says you'll come here and you'll sweat your crotch marbles off, Tom. It says Tom in the comma, Tom. Yeah, I guess it's like saying Bud. Oh, I did. That's well. That I don't. I hope that's not a thing that catches on. I don't know. That, yeah. That Tom would be the next, uh, just like chief or guy. Buddy. Buddy. I love when people call me Buddy, Tom. And it's always funny. They call you Buddy and it's prob they're probably not. They're not trying to be a wiseacre. Well, yeah, no, not at all. No, they, they, they think they're actually, it, it's, it's probably like this. I'm sure a lot of friendships have started when somebody calls the other guy, Buddy. Well, when someone does it to me, uh-huh. you can bet an enemy ship is
7: is uh, setting sail. See how I turned it into like an actual ship?
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah. I, I you yeah, actually it wasn't enemy. sure it wasn't just friendship. You went with the ship part of it mm-hmm. more than the just as much as the friend part of it. Exactly. Yeah.
7: Uh-huh. <sighs> Let's get real for a second. All right. Uh huh. How how you doing? I
0: know, I know. It's been a weird... Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's been a tough few weeks, you know, just stuff going on. And uh, I had a, this guy from my elementary school who, like, I barely remember, showed up at my house on Saturday. this Billy. Billy? Yeah. On Saturday morning, it unannounced, at my door. Showed up, yeah. Just shows up. He he said he was driving from Texas to Vermont, like passing from Texas, like up and over, and his car breaks down in Newbridge, and that I'm the only person he thought of to get a hold of, or he could get a hold of. And then I'm, it's, it's Saturday morning. He knocks on my door, and and, and then I'm stuck with this guy. All day and all night on Saturday. Doing while, what? You just had to like hang out with him? Just while he's getting his car fixed. It just blew the whole whole day and night. Blew my entire day and night. Oof, that's a bummer. Yeah, and he's like a. And it's like, look, I, I'm not trying to judge like appearances, right. people's appearances, but it's like, like hanging around him was just, he? He has a very odd look and it got a lot of like like what? drew what a you, lot of had... attention like he had this big bushy mustache and he had this giant cowboy hat on like I guess it's like a 10 gallon hat was like
7: it, who's the guy with the super deep voice is that Sam, that's not Sam Neill is it what, it's Sam something what's his name? Sam Elliott does all the commercials for the cars and he talks like that
0: the guy who talks like this yeah oh you do it really well do it I want again. I want to tell you about Coors the Do it
7: do him talk do him talking about like um I don't know. Who's the guy? GG G. Allen? Mhm. Do that.
0: Talking about GG G. Allen or yeah, as yeah. Well, like he's doing an ad for GG. G. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I mean I want to tell you about a friend of mine uh GG Allen. He's uh got a new record on Black and was Black and Blue was that his label? I don't know something like You're that. You're into he's, that punk crap. That's right. Yeah, he's got a new record called Public Animal Number One <laughs> on Black and Blue Records. G.G. G Allen. So yeah, that, I like that. Oh, thanks.
1: <laughs> anyway, sorry. I, yeah. I, I I'm just.
0: So, but yeah, he had that kind of hat, and okay. it was just odd. And then it's like if. If the weekend wasn't bad enough to like right. to cap it off, like my cable and my cell service and my internet were all out. What all weekend long? Really? I, yeah, bizarre. That's crazy. Yeah, like it's like all. When do all three things happen like that?
7: Never. I wonder if it was like a what do they call that? Rolling blackout. I don't know what it was. It lasted. Uh- all weekend. Oh, that's a bummer. That's rough. Um, you know what you should do? What's that? After a weekend like that, just, you know, I, 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 you know just treat yourself. You should, you should take a day off yourself and, I, I don't know, go to the movies or something. Okay.
0: That's not yeah. a bad idea. I'll tell you what.
7: I saw A Most Violent Year Sunday. Have you seen that thing?
0: A Most Violent Year? No, I have not seen that yet.
7: Oh, my God. It's great. It's without a doubt the most gripping movie about a camel hair coat you will ever see.
0: Um, I, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's a movie, It's about a camel hair coat? Yeah, yeah. It's the story of
7: one very driven camel hair coat's rise to the top of the New York City
0: heating oil industry. Wait, it, th- this is the movie that has, um, uh, what's it, Oscar Isaac is the guy's name? He's like the lead in that movie.
7: Oh, you know, he he might be the thing that wears the camel hair
0: coat. The thing that okay, Ugh. oh, this is so stupid, Darren. What? I'm sorry. It uh, you watch this movie. It's It sounds like another one of your uh, your your uh, your your kind of what uh, ba- baked film festival kind of things that you always seem to to have. Well I going. smoke a little dube sometimes
7: uh-huh. before I go to the cinema. Uh huh. But I but I wasn't this time.
0: You so you weren't you weren't high?
7: Well I'm maybe I was high on high on my victory. I don't uh oh
0: oops. Wait, what, what why are you saying what victory? It, it, oh, it's nothing, man. No, they, they, just, what just see what are you doing this weekend no, no you 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 said you were high on your victory what 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 victory what did did you did you win something no look seriously it's nothing it's not it's nothing no 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 it, it you can tell me come what's on What's the best gg allen album what's that what's the best g g allen album they're all great i um, okay, it's it's cool. it's hard to pick a best one but no well, don't don't change it I'll, I'll get one it. what's that i'll get one okay you should just you know, check them out. But that's that's not what we're talking about now, Darren. It's a, you. You said something about a victory that you were celebrating. I mean, is this? Did the uh, pin pounders win the championship or something? Because you're in the. I know you're in the 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 league for the or the team for the for consolidated cardboard. No, that matches this
7: weekend.
0: Okay, so it wasn't the bowling. No. Look, just, it's, it's, just tell me what you won. Outstanding performance in a comedy
7: podcast. What's that? Outstanding performance in a comedy podcast. Wait. What, what, wait, say that again? Outstanding performance in a comedy podcast.
0: I, I actually have outstanding performance... In a comedy podcast. Hmm. You won that. Yeah. You won outstanding performance in a comedy. where did you win outstanding performance in a comedy podcast? Look, man, I I should go. My beans are burning. No, I I,
7: I thought you were outside. Well, I was, but now I'm inside and my pizza's burning.
0: You said your beans were burning. Oh. Come on. What, what? What's going on, Darren? Nothing. Just- Stop grilling my ass, man. Who are you, Pol Pot? Darren, just just be, be straight with me, Darren. Who Who gave you an award for outstanding performance in a... Comedy podcast. It, it was just some dumb award show that happened on Saturday night. An award show on Saturday night. What? What was the award show?
7: New Bridge Comedy Awards. What's that? The New
0: Bridge Comedy Awards. Oh. I've the new <laughs> the New Bridge Comedy. <laughs> well, when, all right. When and where were the New Bridge Comedy Awards? Saturday night, the New Bridge Comedy Pavilion. Again, you keep mumbling. I don't know why you, it's like you mumble and then I, then you say it clearly. Where
7: was it? Saturday night at the Newbridge Comedy Pavilion.
0: I don't even know what the Newbridge Comedy Pavilion is. There's a Newbridge Comedy Pavilion? Yeah. How, how did I not know about this or the the show, or how did I
7: not know? I don't know. I mean, look, it was just a stupid little thing, Tommy. It was like, it was like a,
0: a nothing event. Don't worry about it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's like a it's it's like a well, I mean, the Newbridge the the Newbridge Comedy Awards, right? Sounds yeah. It, 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 what is this? Some I guess it's it's kind of I guess this is award season now. So right. yeah. you know. Yeah. Guess it's time for the you know the you got the the Grammys and then the Oscars and the Golden Globes right and the Newbridge Comedy Awards all,
3: eight, the, eight, all the
0: all the all the titans yep yeah. you know please please who what what heavyweights were on hand for the Newbridge Comedy Awards held at a place that I did not even know existed until you just mentioned it.
7: Well, the recipients of the awards were all, were all from Newbridge and mm-hmm. uh, other towns that make up the Quint cities. But if you mean who was on hand to present the, the awards, um, mm-hmm. oh, geez, um, uh, I'm trying to remember, uh, Todd Barry, Zach uh Eugene Merman, John Benjamin, Vanessa Bayer, uh, John Daly, Jen Kirkman, uh, Mark Maron. Chris Elliott, uh Andrea Martin, Adam Resnick, uh Martin Shore was there.
0: Oh my god. That's like a
7: Those are like real people. Yeah. Yeah, there were some uh musical interludes too all throughout the night. Really? Yeah. Like,
0: who who played at
7: it? Oh, uh let me see here. Uh uh Carl Newman uh, Kurt Vile, the gas station dogs played uh, Coco Haynes, Monster Magnet, uh, who else? Big Dipper, uh, Pout, Corey Harris's Mother 13 featuring Corey Harris. Uh, ben Gibber did a couple
0: songs, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is, now I'm getting angry at this. Because these are all people, everybody you just named in both categories have been on this show. Really they have? Yeah. Yeah, they have. Every single uh, one of those people. Oh. Uh-huh.
7: Well, I don't know what to
0: say about that. well, okay. All right. Who, who got who won awards at this thing? Um,
7: well, uh let me think. Uh try to remember. Some of the some of the categories were like um funniest movie and mm-hmm. uh that went to half animal part party machine. Uh huh. Which is a, of course the film that was shot in Newbridge last year and was written and directed by the Laugh
0: Pack. The la the Laugh Pack. Who who or what is the Laugh Pack? Are you serious? Yeah yeah.
7: Well, it's only the hottest new film team in Wood. Uh-huh.
0: Uh Peyton Reed. Uh huh. Jason
7: Wallner, Phil Morrison, and Mcgee Junior.
0: McGee Jr. Yeah. Not McGee.
7: No, his son. He's 13. Why?
0: The Laugh Pack.
7: Yeah. Ugh. Um, what else was there? Uh, Royden Ziegler won funniest actor in a movie for Rambaki 3 The Search for Mickey's Hat.
0: <laughs> That's the plot of Rambaki 3. Yes, yes. Which, yeah. for people. If if there's anybody who doesn't know about the Rambaki franchise. I don't think that's possible. Yeah, I don't think so either, but it's, it's, uh, it's, I can't remember. It's like half Rambo, half Rocky.
7: Right, right. Uh, what else was there? Uh, best newcomer that went to Jell-O-Man for his comedy album, Let Me Put My Shot in Your Mouth.
0: Jell-O-Man.
7: Yeah, have you heard of him?
0: Yeah, I have heard of Jello Man. That's okay. yeah, sure. Um best comeback
7: was uh Judge Montgomery Davies for his stand-up show Pumped for Justice. It's really good. It's very funny. You wouldn't think he'd be funny, but he is.
0: Ugh, that's troubling. That's the um, That's Bishop the,
7: Pablo Fontana, one mm-hmm. funniest online presence.
0: The 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 holy man. Yeah. Who's like the Pop culture guy, I guess they call know. him the pop culture pontiff. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. His tweets are so funny, man.
7: And you know he's almost up to two
0: thousand followers. Two, th- he's he's almost almost at two thousand.
7: Yeah, not yet though. I think he's uh-huh. at like
0: seventeen hundred. Oh sure, well you know, fingers crossed for him. I guess is like I mean, look, I I'm uh like four hundred away from a hundred thousand followers. Uh, Tom, it's Darren. You don't have to lie to me, okay? I'm not lying. You don't have 100,000 followers. No, I have 99,600.
7: I'll I believe it when I see it. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was there? Um, oh, funniest TV series. My brother won it.
0: How cool is that? Your, your brother won funniest TV series. Yeah. For his show Hammerhead. Have you seen this? I have not seen Hammerhead.
7: Well, I can best describe it as Louie, if Louie was a middle aged divorced father of two who sings in a New York City hardcore band. It's on the
0: Shout Network. And it's kind of, is it kind of stylized and moody the way Louie is? Very moody, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at one
7: point he gets into a fist fight with Harley Flanagan. Uh huh. Yeah. And then John Joseph comes to break it up, and he kills John joseph Ugh. yeah,
0: wow, so that's
7: that's pretty moody
0: isn't it but I would say it's more than moody that's yeah. not – i yeah i would i would say that's not moody at all right
7: right well, um, what else was there uh, funniest sports show mm-hmm that went to Troy Renfro's locker room shenanigans,
0: okay, he was a football player from uh like a yeah, pro guy who yeah. he, you know he has the funniest sports show. Okay, yeah. and um, who, I, I never rocking. thought that I never thought that guy was even a little funny. But Are now, you serious? Oh, he's yeah. great. But now he's winning funniest.
7: Oh yeah, and when when like someone does something like crude or something, he has a the sound of a jockstrap snapping a buttocks. The buttock or buttocks?
0: A bare be- buttock. That sounds th- weird, doesn't it? But- think, it but- I, is it buttocks? It's, I, I it's not singular. I don't. I've never heard it as a single buttock. A
7: bare buttock. Well, it's almost like, like a pant, a single mm-hmm. pant. Yeah. That's
0: stupid. It, that is
7: stupid. I think it's yeah. buttocks. I think it is too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, what else? A uh, uh, hot rock and Ronnie Fuqua got funniest radio personality.
0: Really, Hot Rock and ro- Hot Rock and Ronnie, a, oh, yeah. a a name. He's a journeyman, a guy who who claimed for fifteen years mm. that I st- stole his radio show from him in the in two thousand over at WFMU. He claims I stole his show, which was not true at all. Well, he said it so many times for
7: so many years that it's become the truth. I'm sorry, I had to say that to you.
0: Oh, that's that's is is that how it works? I think it does. Yeah. Just keep saying it enough. Yep. But the most exciting award of, of the night was, of course, Entertainer of the Year. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who who won Entertainer of the Year? Your brother Ron. To stop mumbling with this, you end up saying it clearly anyway. Your brother Ron. Oh, my brother Ron.
7: Yeah, and um, he also got best impressionist for this thing he does called the Joe Show. It's so funny; you have to hear this thing.
0: Oh no, he no, no. Da- oh, I've heard it. Oh, you have? Yeah, yeah, the Joe Show, which he ripped off from me. What? That's 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 all mine. He says it's all his. Yeah. Well, Joe Namath and Joe Walsh doing a talk show. Yeah. No, that's mine. I don't know about that. Yeah, I well I do know about it, Darren. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What what did you win for again?
7: I I won outstanding performance in a comedy podcast uh-huh. for my show my show D Plops Pop Slop. What is that again? D-Plops Pop Slop. It's my podcast where I talk about pop culture and all the things that bug me. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, the episode that nailed it for me was the one a few weeks ago where I was ragging on Billy Joel, and I got this hashtag started called Billy Joel Spinks.
0: Yeah, that's one of my things. An- another one of my things.
7: You mentioned Billy Joel on your CB radio show? It's. It... I honestly haven't listened since it started up again.
0: Sure. Okay, well... Join the club, I guess, okay. with some of these. it just, uh, but, um, yeah, it's not a CB radio show.
2: Okay.
0: And, um, I've been doing this Billy Joel thing for a long time. Hmm. Yeah. And, uh, uh-huh. yeah, you know, well, I do, I do know. And, okay. Well, don't get mad. I, know, no, look, I, I just can't believe that the best show doesn't get a single, all these things you just named, this show, mm-hmm. a Newbridge award show. Right. And this program does not get a single award. Oh, well, that's not true. Now, the best show garnered three Yuckle Doodles. Wait, what's the award? The Yuckle Doodle. A y- a yuckle doodle. Yeah, yeah. That's the That's like the Oscar for these mm-hmm. awards. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, well, what did what did the best show win? Well, it won uh, best theme song. Uh-huh. By, uh huh. By the
7: the theme weavers. Theme I guess, weavers. It, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Gary the Squirrel got best sidekick. Oh, okay. Great. And, um, and funniest uh, associate producer went to A.P. Mike.
0: A.P. Mike Wynn's funniest associate producer.
7: Yeah, unfortunately Mike was unable to make the ceremony, so Patton uh, accepted for him. Wait,
0: Patton Oswalt was there? Yeah, he he, he hosted the whole thing. Why? Because I, I just, I saw him recently and he never mentioned anything about this. Yeah, he was in Newbridge for gosh,
7: for at least a week and a half, maybe two weeks. Uh, he was workshopping material at uh, Yucknuts,
0: which is the uh, the the place out on uh, Route four thousand three hundred twenty
7: three. Yeah, it's that it's that comedy slash male strip club.
0: Yeah, have you been there? No,
7: I haven't. Very weird, very uh-huh. weird place.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. So or he a guide w- to go to. So he was there.
7: Yes. Yeah, and um tell you man he did this epic five-hour appearance on brother ron's real the best show
3: Uh uh-huh
7: he said it might be the best thing he's ever done in his whole career i'll tell you man he passed out in the middle of it because he was so drained from all the hard truths that ron squoze out of him
6: squoze yeah
0: i didn't know squoze was a Is that a form of squeeze? It's a past 10 squeeze Uh maneuver. Okay. Well, you might want to check that one. Uh, You might want to talk to a teacher about that one, Darren. Maybe I am a teacher. Well, I know you're not. But I'm not. (laughs) I know you're not. We work together. I know. I, well, maybe I'm a teacher. Thought I could sneak that by. Uh, yeah, you can. I always sit across from each other every day. Well, you know what I do on my breaks? Maybe mm-hmm. I go teach somewhere. Uh huh. Yeah. So did you? I and don't. Well, you? I, I know you. I know you don't. Okay. Well, don't yell. No, it's just very frustrating for a thing to be in Newbridge and for all this to be going on and everybody on this show to clean up like that. Well and well did you did you guys do you and Patton do anything uh while he was in town for what you said two weeks
7: not really just
0: you know just dinner every night, I guess oh just dinner every night, yeah, he'd take
7: everybody out for burritos and enchiladas at los amigos
0: oh, I don't like how you say that, but okay, took everyone so Patton Oswald took everyone out for burritos and enchiladas,
7: yeah. And uh-huh. then we'd all drive over to Bayonne to party into the morning at Mass's Tavern.
0: Really? Yeah. Mass's Tavern, the, the the bar that um, Mike works at sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what. One night, Miss
7: Newbridge was there. hmm Tom, this is between you and me. We made a love connection. Okay. And, um, look, she may be half my age, but... I'll tell you one thing, she really took me to thigh school. Ugh. oh, it, it was something else. And I'll tell you, man, I dj until dawn every night. Mm-hmm. So much, it was so much fun. I'd bring my newest vintage seventies and eighties disco twelve-inch singles, and I'd spin them into the wee hours. Wait,
0: what well, disco? Yeah. What? What, how, how, what is it with everybody suddenly? Everybody's into disco all of a sudden. Disco rocks, Tom. I've always loved disco. You know that. No, you've never said one word about disco our entire life. Well, that's neither here nor there. It's neither here here nor there. No, it's it's here nor there. No, it's not. It's here nor there.
7: No, it's like you're consoling a woman named Nora like it's like come here Nora.
0: Mm-hmm.
7: And she puts her head on your shoulder, and you go there or there.
0: That's not what it what is. What do you think probably. it is? It's neither here, right, nor there. That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it makes all. It, okay, never mind. Okay. So, are you mad? A little, yeah, yeah, little. So, you sounds like you just had a real blast.
7: I'm not gonna lie. It was a lot of fun.
0: Mm-hmm.
7: I did cocaine a couple times too.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. right.
7: I gotta get more into that.
0: Sounds like a great plan. Yeah, that sounds. That sounds like an awesome strategy. Okay. Well, oh, you, you. Uh, I'm just picturing you guys hanging out. All night long.
7: It was fun, man. I'll tell you one thing. Mike is quite the host.
0: Mike, yeah.
7: Yeah. He has this private area at Masses for special guests that he calls the Chiku Room.
0: It's really fun. uh, It sounds sounds like a real real, uh, uh, party you guys had going on. And I... Just am having a very hard time wondering how literally everyone, but it's it's just like it, it and I just can't even wrap my head around how there's a comedy a Newbridge comedy award show,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and it has I have n- no association to it or nothing to do with it and I mean it if anybody in Newbridge should have been involved in the Newbridge comedy awards right I mean it should have been m- me
7: Tom I, I'm gonna come with you with a come at you with a, a hard truth all right Listen, Kern Pharmaceuticals, which was the the sponsor of the Newbridge Comedy Awards, um, they knew that if you were nominated for something and and you didn't win, you would go absolutely ape, and most likely turn the Newbridge Comedy Pavilion into a car wash. Uh huh. And there's no telling what kind of damage you could do if your hackles were sufficiently raised. I mean, uh-huh. you see their point, right? No, no. Well, conversely, if you did win, Uh Kern was afraid that you'd use your acceptance speeches to settle scores with the hundreds and thousands of people who've screwed you over over the years and kept you from living the life you feel you've been deprived of. That's an odd sentence.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, uh-huh, uh-huh. So that was was what was behind –
7: Yeah, and basically the consensus was that you would cast a pall over the entire evening. And honestly, nobody wanted to deal with it, especially Jimmy Strauss.
0: Who who is Jimmy Strauss? I've never heard of him. I don't know Jimmy. Why would Jimmy Strauss care about me? I don't even know who that is.
7: Well, Jimmy Strauss, he was the guy that was directing the comedy awards for for the Shout Network. Uh Uh-huh. He's, he's Strauss's Strauss' uh, younger brother.
0: Oh, okay. So he's he's related to the... He's in the Strauss family. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, he's probably best
7: known for that controversial hard R-rated 1988 sex comedy about the PTL
0: club. Mm-hmm. Baker Dozen. The PTL, which is the Jim Baker thing. Yeah. The Baker's Dozen? No, Baker Dozen.
7: It's a play on Baker's Dozen.
0: Ugh. What? I don't. Well, you didn't. I don't know why I'm getting mad at you. You didn't name the movie.
7: No, no. But uh-huh. you know, I mean, he, he's good though. He did all those great sitcoms back in the late '80s and early '90s.
0: Uh huh. Like what?
7: Oh, off the top of my head: uh, the Reggae Kid, um, Little Stinkers, Bible Todd, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fido, uh, Shutterbugs, Two in the Bush. What else? Uh, Dog Court, Horseshoes and Ham Grenades, uh, Tight Faces. Hot Sodi, Uncle Tupelo, uh, Computer Babies. Hey, uncle Tupelo? Mm-hmm. That was a sitcom. Yeah. It was about I, it was about this uh, kind of weird uncle
0: who uh-huh.
7: uh, lives in Tupelo, Mississippi, and he claims that he's got some connection to Elvis. Uh, Didn't okay. last long.
0: Uh-huh. All right. Half
7: an episode, I think.
0: Half an episode?
7: Yeah, they pulled it in the middle of it.
3: Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah, it well, uh- wasn't his fault, Bill. Um, what else did he do? He did uh, Lord Almighty... Uh, Secretary of State Baseball, The Breeders, uh, Fluff and Fold. What is The oh, Breeders? What? The Breeders. Oh, that was a show about, um, what do you call it? When, when uh, uh, a surrogate surrogate mothers, mm-hmm. the comedy, yeah, didn't last long.
0: Okay, okay.
7: One and a half episodes.
0: <laughs> okay. So yeah. it outlasted Uncle Tupelo, at least. It did, yeah. yeah.
7: Uh, what else? Uh, Pope Steve the first. Uh, Mabel Syrup, Jim Rats, Daddy's Little Ghoul. What else do you do? Prison Tattoos, The Meat Men, uh, Jeff Hitler, Esquire. Um, the,
0: the Meat Men? Mm-hmm. There's all these... Okay. I mean, that's a, a... You keep naming bands as shows. What? No, it was about these butchers. They uh-huh. Funny. The Meat Men. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Keeping It
7: Real... Pizza and pepperoni,
0: mm-hmm.
7: uh, fresh panties, jam on it. I dropped my wallet again. Uh-huh.
0: I'm not even going to ask you I about think,
7: that. I think, oh, no. What? I dropped it in my doggie's uh,
0: food bowl. You dropped your wallet in your doggie's food bowl? I did, yeah. Uh-huh. Is it yeah. dry or moist in there? Moist. It's very moist. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you dropped your wallet into your doggie's moist dog bowl. I did. Well, the bowl's not moist. The food is moist.
7: Well, now my wallet's moist. Uh Uh-huh. Until Tony Iommi from Black Sabbath comes and eats it.
0: I don't know what that means. That's my dog. What is? Tony Iommi from Black Sabbath. Your dog's name is Tony Iommi?
7: Show my dog some respect. It's Tony Iommi from Black Sabbath.
0: (laughs) a mutant. (laughs) A Mutant. Yeah. Okay. Well.
7: Um, oh, uh, fourth and ninety nine. He did. That was a great sports sitcom. Uh, Lawn darts. Bonnie and Clyde'sdale. Uh, Exile on Wall Street. Motorcycle face. Joey Kramer and company.
0: Uh, oh.
7: These dogs are barking. Well, with
0: Joey Kramer and company. Mm-hmm. That's not the Joey Kramer from. Um, Aerosmith. From Ar- from Aerosmith. Aerosmith. The drummer. Yeah. He had a show. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. A sitcom. Yeah, it lasted five seasons. Five
3: seasons? It
7: did, yeah, and until the end when he was, uh, he, he committed a crime and then they, he gets up to play a show and they have turned his drum set into an electric chair.
0: They only showed it once. Uh-huh. That yep. seems to be a thing when they're gonna, when they're gonna zap them. It yep. seems like they don't want those episodes staying in circulation. Well,
7: Tom, you know why he got zapped?
0: Why? He was a bad guy. The baddie, uh huh. So they zapped
7: yeah. them. Yep. Yeah. What else do you do? Hot dog patrol, minor threat.
0: Uh huh. What well, minor threat is another show? Mhm. About the band Minor Threat.
7: What is a band called Minor Threat? No, it was about these children who were just irascible.
0: Okay. Uh, I. But
7: that's just to name a couple of the shows that he did.
0: Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. <sighs> I I don't even understand still how I didn't even hear about this thing. It's one thing to that I don't win mm. something. Right. Fine. That's neither right. here nor there. But it's like for me to not know about it is like a whole other level
6: here.
7: I don't know. I guess I don't know. If I were you, I'd maybe take it up with Maurice Kern specifically, or, oh, no,
0: uh-oh. Oh, 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 what does that mean? Nothing. Maurice Kern, the pharmaceutical, Kern Pharmaceuticals. Oh, uh-huh. he's going to kill me for this. Uh-huh. Why?
7: Look, when when Maurice Kern made the decision to ape-list you from the awards, mm-hmm. you know, he wields a lot of power. And basically, he just made everyone who was nominated or even involved in the show to take a vow of of secrecy.
0: Mm hmm
7: Yeah, it's even heavier than a vow of silence.
0: A vow of secrecy.
7: Yeah. So, essentially, if anyone told you about the awards, they'd be publicly flogged by horse from Jock Squad while wearing only a diaper.
1: Really? He'd
0: wear the diaper, which is weird to me that that... That's weird, because you'd think if somebody was going to get flogged, the point of the punishment would be Mm -hmm. to have them in the diaper. Bare skin, right? Yeah, you'd think. Yeah. Uh, But he's wearing the diaper. I guess he likes that. I don't Uh know. Well, that's his business. I don't know.
7: Anyway, um, Kern made some calls, and he had your cable, your Wi-Fi, and your cell service turned off for several days so you wouldn't find out about the comedy awards.
0: I know it's not cool. Yeah, it's not it's not cool. That is, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very it's very it's unsettling, I guess is the only thing I can comes to mind to describe it. That, you know, everybody would go to like extreme measures to keep <laughs> this from me. Are you and, mad? Yes, I'm mad. I'm sorry. I just, uh, you know, I mean, this whole thing happens on the weekend, right? I'm nowhere near it. It's this giant blackout. My phone and my my cell and yeah. my cable and everything's just cut. Right now it turns out, and then meanwhile, I'm stuck spending my whole weekend right with this guy bill it's like uh, this guy from that I haven't seen that i I don't even remember necessarily mm. from elementary school, Billy, and I'm helping him get his car fixed and spend right. the whole weekend shot, yeah. Yeah, while you guys while Are all you, this is going
7: We're yucking it up over there. Mm-hmm.
0: Hold, hold on a second there. What? Just notice the bag in the corner. Hold
6: up. What is it?
0: No, this looks like it's with Mike's jacket. Hey, 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 Mike. What? What is this bag next to your jacket? What's that? What's that? What? This bag. Like, what is? What? What? What is this? Oh, uh,
4: the cabbie, What's in here? The cabbie told me to
0: hold that for him. Uh huh. Well, What's, no, What's in it? There's a cowboy hat in here. Hold on. Hold on a second. No, 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 no. No, 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 no.
7: What is it? What's going on?
0: No, there's a cowboy hat in this bag.
7: You said that guy Billy wore a cowboy hat.
0: Yeah, and then this bag also has an This bag also has an eye patch in it and a and a fake mustache right with Mike's stuff. Oof. Yeah. Hey Mike, I, let me. I'm gonna ask you something, and you, just be honest.
3: Okay.
0: Was that you pretending to be Billy and wasting my whole Saturday?
4: Why would I do something like that? I got stuff to do. Oof.
3: Mm-hmm.
7: mm-hmm. Well, that's
0: very uncomfortable.
7: Yeah.
0: Oh. I can't believe. It. I can't believe. It. Look, he he can say what he wants to say. Oh wait. Oh, oh wait, is that your? Oh. I think oh that
7: that might be Patton.
0: Oh, it's Patton. Yeah. Honking, he's back in town. Yeah, he's back in town. We're going to go see a most violent year.
7: <laughs> he's obsessed with that camel hair coat, too. Uh-huh. Oh, there. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely him. He has two horns. Uh-huh. Look, I got a roll, okay? Well, d- things will be better, I swear.
0: Darren, I just got to say None of this is cool, and I'm really I'm not happy that you would do that. And I'm really I'm not coming. happy. I'm not happy with Mike. I gotta either. go. It's Patton. I gotta go. I don't know how Mike could do this to me, and I don't know how you could. Oh, he hung up. Okay. Well, great. Here we go, Mike. We we are not going to speak of this. You're you're on the list. Just know it, Mike. Are you on the list, Mike? Yeah, you guess you are. You know you are. You're on the list. You're on the list, Mike. Billy. I thought that was weird. Kept drinking Coors all weekend. it off. I shook it off. People, uh, Mike, you got me? The phone number 201 All right. Got 15 or so minutes to go in the show. Who's good here, Mike? Four? Mike says four is good. We're going to find out. Best show. You're on the air. Hi. Hi, Tom. Hi, who's this? It's
8: uh, Susie from Jersey City. Who? Susie.
0: Susie.
8: Surrey City.
0: What's up, Susie?
8: Not much. How are you doing?
0: Doing all right. You having a good time?
8: Great show. Having a good time, yes. Thank you. Getting a little late, so.
0: It is getting a little late.
8: Uh, My excuse for calling is because I noticed this week that your lowbrow show steve austin's skull challenge was nominated for a dja award look at that you're critically acclaimed the
0: the show you mean that show steve austin's broken skull ranch or whatever it is yeah that one yeah the one where he um because because look i've had a bad uh january and I was looking for Santa. Everybody says, oh, i got to tell you, best show helps me so much with so many things. And I'm like, where's my best show? Where's mine, right? You know what I mean?
8: I've been thinking about it a lot this week. I've been
0: trying to think of, like, your best show. I ain't got none. I ain't got none. There ain't no thing that's my version of the show that gives me the same uh, solace and and and, uh, and comfort that this show brings to others. I ain't got that.
8: Have you listened to Gilbert Gottfried? Obviously, you probably have, but I, I like the Gilbert Gottfried podcast.
0: I've listened to the Gilbert Gottfried podcast. I, I, I enjoy the Gilbert Gottfried uh, podcast. Uh, but uh, but it's uh, it's like, either, what am I going to listen to? Uh, three hours of him yeah. talking to Larry Storch?
8: <laughs> I don't even know who that is, but I'm bad with
0: names. He's from F Troop. Do you know what F Troop is?
8: No. I don't.
0: It's just a dumb show. Don't worry. You're better off not knowing what it is. It's the kind of show that...
1: Yeah.
0: You know, people are just like... It's the kind of show that people had to say, Hey, we need to change uh, some of this stuff in society. Where it's uh, white dudes... Uh, playing like native americans like covering themselves in uh in like uh in uh makeup. And I was then, at
8: the Native American museum this
0: morning. You were? Yeah. Was there anything about F Troop there? No. But what if what if there was like an F Troop? What if it was like an F Troop wing at the Native American museum? If it was so, and then people were like, "Wait, How'd this end up in here? The Hakawi. In like the their, 70s? Their tribe was called... The show was in the 60s. Oh. Okay. And look, I only saw it in reruns. I never even saw it in reruns.
8: I've never even heard but of it. But it's
0: got this guy, uh, uh, Larry Storch, who is still alive. He's like he's in his 90s at this point. And it had this guy, Forrest Tucker, on it. He was It was the two of these guys. And they had this tribe of Native Americans called the Hakawi and their whole thing was like where the Hakawi get it like where the heck are we like like that was yeah. the that was the level of uh, authenticity in depicting Native Americans the Hakawi he
8: sounds like a perfect guest for Gilbert. Huh. wait what's that he sounds like a perfect
0: guest. For he you. was on. Larry so. Storch was on. Oh, he, was. he did have him oh. on. I
8: gotta listen to that
0: one. You should listen to it. But yeah, this this Steve Austin thing. I, I stopped watching that. That's a trash show. I, I can't do it. It's it's. Yeah, uh,
8: I never saw it. I it. But uh,
0: it's basically Steve Austin drives a, a golf cart and yells at people as they run through an uh the world's hardest obstacle course. Imagine
8: it horrible. Yeah, it, but it, I can't believe it was uh, nominated for an award. That's reality.
0: Maybe because the way they they the where where the cameras are or something. I, I I that's the only thing I can think of. That it's like, hey, we got a camera uh, on this thing and watch the guy uh, climb the rope.
8: Are they like covered in GoPros? And it's like. A there's know.
0: some GoPro. I think there's some GoPro action. Well, the GoPro. It's time. Let's throw everybody. The, the GoPro. That's going to be uh, the the equivalent of like a, a star wipe. <laughs> Twenty years from now, everybody's going to laugh at how dumb GoPro footage looks. I
8: know. I got my boyfriend a GoPro for Christmas, mm-hmm. and it's pointless.
0: Well, for people, don't the GoPro is the thing you mount to your 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 snowboard and. You get cool point of, uh, like, POV footage. I'm going to throw it in the
8: ocean and see
0: if it comes back. No. Just just drop it in a, uh, drop it in a, uh, uh, one of those uh, charity bins. Drop your your boyfriend's GoPro in a charity bin, Susie.
8: Put it down the sewer with, like, a light attachment. And then...
0: All right. You're you're, wait, you're on. You look. You do that. Maybe next year you're the one. It'd be you up against Steve Austin uh, for the <laughs> for the for the DGA uh, directing award. Thank um, I watched
8: that other uh, show that you recommended, The Chair. That was pretty
0: great. The Chair. That was a good show.
8: Who did you want to win?
0: Neither of them.
8: I know. I didn't like it
0: either. Either of them, the chair is was a, a reality show that all that this, uh my friend uh, Paul Paul Sims was telling me watch. He's like he's like you got to watch the chair. Everybody I've recommended the chair to has loved it, and it's a show basically where they take us a movie script and two different directors interpret that script in their style and then we see which movie wins and the thing is it has the one guy from um the one guy from uh, uh project greenlight the guy who uh, the that that blonde dude yeah and then it's got uh what's his face uh spock Zachary Quinto, right? Was
8: that... The, yeah, Zachary, the one that did it, like... Yeah, the one that backed out, end.
0: Yeah. You know, Zachary the, the Slap, Quinto.
8: That was the weirdest part.
0: <laughs> He's in the Slap now. He's in this new show called The Slap on NBC. NBC was running these things NBC. during the Super Bowl. Oh, these pro- Like, they're running promos for all their new shows, and it's like the weirdest... It's like the weirdest network ever with these shows. It's like you're not sure if, if like they're parodies of shows that NBC would air at this point. There's a show called The, the show, Slap. I
8: know who watches the shows. No one ever sees.
0: So yeah, so this the, the Slap is this show where Zachary Quinto Quinto slaps a kid. And then I guess it's about watching him get in trouble for slapping him? Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. What, 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 what's season four gonna be of the slap? You slapped him again. You slapped him again. USOB. That's the fifth time you slapped my kid.
8: The back slap.
0: Yeah, I slapped him. Yeah, I slapped your kid. What are you gonna do about it? He kicked me. Kicked me in the shins. Yeah, he kicked you in That's the shins sad. four years ago. Maybe you and my kid uh, might want to stop getting into tussles. they, they would
8: s- shame on me.
0: They seem to end with you slapping my kid. <laughs> the slap. How can you do more than Jesus. two episodes of The Slap?
8: How did he get so morally uh, okay. yeah. against yeah. other movies? Oh, yeah, because when you watch this show,
0: The Chair, there's this one, the, <laughs> is- the, the, the woman... Director, there's two directors. One is this woman who is like the doing the most oh, earnest, the most boring earnest indie thing you've ever seen. That neither
8: makes,
0: of them. Yeah, makes makes you want to jump into traffic. The idea of watching that movie. Yeah. But then the other guy is like some YouTube uh, buffoon who like is famous for like YouTube video. Like, what is his? What was his name again? I
8: don't know. Weirdo.
0: Weirdo. Weirdo. Oh, well, that's that's offensive. You were just at the Native American Museum, tell You think you'd learn to not call names.
8: Anyway.
0: Hey, Vo. So this, uh, this, uh, this, this, uh, this other guy turns the script into, like, this raunchy comedy. It's a, it's like a, it's like a put-on, this thing. This one guy was, like... The woman makes the most earnest indie movie that looks like trash. And then this guy makes like this dirty, this dirty, like teen comedy that just seems like beyond filthy. And it's like, can everyone lose on this show? Is there a way everyone can lose? Can we all, we, we all, the only ones who won are the people watching it because we, we, we're watching this, uh, well, we're basically watching the end of the world, feels like, a little bit. So, yeah, so they ran the slap, the commercials for the slap during the Super Bowl. They had, uh, uh they had, and look, that Nationwide, everybody, the Nationwide commercial. That was the best commercial I've ever seen. The Nationwide commercial? That had a, if, if movies could have twists half as shocking as that commercial had, you'd be at the movies five nights a week. Because this commercial where the kid's like, it's like a kid, it's shot like a Steven Spielberg movie, and the kid's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll never get to, uh, never get to uh, take my dog to the park or whatever the kids say. Just like, going on an adventure with my dog. I'll never get to get cooties. Because I'm dead. It's like a 10 year old kid, cause I'm dead. And you're like, what? I, 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 I screamed when I saw it. They should feel, fi- they should have filmed people watching that commercial the way they film those horror movie things where like, when they put the camera in the theater and they watch everyone jump. They should have shown people watching that, that, uh, that commercial going like, Oh! the way they show with the you know when they have those like uh, night vision cameras when they're trying to make you think a horror like some crummy horror movie scary so they like have it they have like everyone's green in the theater right who's this? who's this dimwit in the chat man sebastian jokes on you tom you willingly watch the super bowl yeah i watch it every year yeah you you're, you're right uh, well, I, I, I should have been watching uh, "Life and Death of Colonel Blimp" that night. You're right. Should have been. Yeah, no. I watched the Super Bowl. Yeah, with everyone else, because it's awesome. The Super Bowl's awesome. Katy Perry was awesome doing it. These people moaning about the music. Huh? huh this Katy Perry. This stinks. This stinks so bad. You're like, hey, yeah, you're not 11. It's not. Not meant for you. It's meant for it's meant for everyone else. First of all, the Super Bowl is not meant for football fans. It's meant for everybody but football fans. But it's it's a spectacle. You sit there and you watch it. But that commercial, I I, I cheered that commercial after I overcame the initial shock. The kid died. But man, I tell you, these these, uh, these uh, super these uh, New England Patriots fans, man, that's a touchy group. I was I was teasing them on on uh, on Twitter. I'm teasing them. I've all bent at it. Hey, uh, it's not a uh, cool that you you know you're making jokes about uh, I kept saying because because there's this guy this alleged murderer uh, mass murderer like the New England Patriots people will talk this is what I'll say people talk oh they had the deflated football they 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 deflated it it was easier to catch oh they oh they filmed the other team's practice now you know what the thing with the New England Patriots is they had a mass murderer on their team. I, i'm gonna say that one trumps knocking a little air out of a football this guy's this guy's on trial right now he's like it's like they had American psycho on their team everybody's gonna talk about the football they had this one guy he's out there slashing everybody like it's uh Uh, 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 like uh, like it's uh, Death Wish 3 or something. Uh, That's what everybody should be talking about. The mass murderer that these guys hung out with all the time. I mean, I hope I go the rest of my life, and at the end of my life, I hope I can say, you know what, turns out I never hung out with any mass murderers. No one on that Patriots team can say that, though. They all have to say, when they're laying there on their deathbed, they all got to say, yeah, I can't say that. I hung out with the mass murderer a lot. I threw a football and a mass murderer caught it. I would, I would like make a play and then a mass murderer would go long and then catch it and then I would high five him. That's what they got to say. All of them. That Tom Brady, the guy with the, the 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 one. He's uh. He's the quarterback. He's in this. They showed the trailer for Ted Two. He's in Ted Two. Ted Two. Did he not see Ted One? That was not enough of a heads up. The Ted Ted Two. if i was from from new england I, the 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 how can how can they if they stand that 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 uh it's like minstrelsy is that what you call it oh yeah what the wicked horn go on, go on. it's like it's like embracing the idea that your city That that people regularly depict your your city as the dumbest place on earth in culture. It's not that way. I like plenty of people from Boston. I like plenty. I like the Josh, the organist. I like uh, the Big Dipper. I like those guys. I like uh, Volcano Suns. And that guy Gronk. Everybody's thought Gronk. Do you like Gronk, Mike? Mike said he likes Gronk. There's a guy on the on the on the Patriots. I think his name is just Gronk. Does he have a first name? It's just Gronk, right? It's like Caveman. It's like he could've like the movie Caveman. Gronk. This guy looks like the, he looks like, he's like a, he looks like the kind of guy who would like steal your umbrella on the beach. Sorry, bro. I didn't know it was yours. Yeah, it's mine. It was my umbrella. That's my cooler. That's my, that's my umbrella and cooler. Sorry, dude. Gronk. I'll tell you the NFL that's a that's a trash league. That's a garbage league. 10 years from now the NFL could be like uh not 10. I'm going to say 20 years from now there's a good chance the NFL will be like uh like the it'll it'll be like the it'll be held in uh like like wrestling when these guys get booted out of like the WWF or WWE. Like, that's what the NFL will be. Like, held in, like, church parking lots. If it keeps going this way. The mighty NFL. That could go under. I'm telling you. Hubris. Hubris sunk the Titanic, my friends. Is that line in the movie Titanic? Titanic. I have never seen the movie Titanic. That's not true. I saw one third of Titanic. I shut it off when he was like playing dice on the deck or something. Like, I swear, I shut it off maybe 10 minutes. Like, he was like, yeah, see, I'm going to get on the Titanic, see? And like, he played like a card trick or something and then got on the Titanic. And I was like, yeah, well, this is, I'm done watching Titanic. Best show. You're on the air. Hello, Tom. Hi, who's this? This is Eric from Hollywood. Eric from Hollywood. What's yeah, up, Eric? Um,
6: I was wondering if you had a chance to see, uh, the history channel event, uh, sons of Liberty. I did not see sons of Liberty. Oh my God. It's wonderful. Um, actually it's, it's pretty bad. Um, it has uh, uh, Dean Norris in it as Benjamin Franklin. Hold, hold on, what?
0: Who's uh, in it? Dean yeah. Norris. Dean, Dean Norris. Un-
6: Hank
0: from- Big Jim Rennie from Under the Dome. Yes. Is is uh, Benjamin Franklin? Is Benjamin Franklin? Yeah. What, who, what does uh, who does Jonathan Banks play in it?
6: I, I don't think he's in it. Unfortunately, he's not in it. No, but he does wear the 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 worst uh, Benjamin Franklin wig you could imagine. And I, I watched it um, online, and they uh, the whole thing is sponsored by Samuel Adams Brewing Company.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: So they make the, um, the, the they make Sam Adams to be like this. Punky young guy,
3: mm-hmm.
6: he's, he's swinging from the rooftops. Uh huh. Yeah, and and hanging around with uh, with, with uh, uh, John Hancock. But meanwhile, uh, all the print ads are for uh, George Washington and and uh, Franklin. They're barely in it. Okay. One scene per episode. They get.
0: How many episodes was it? Three. Did you see that commercial, there's a show, NBC has a show called A.D. The Bible Continues.
6: Yeah, from the producers
0: of the Bible. I mean, are they just writing more of the Bible or something? The Bible 2?
6: The Bible 2, the, the part of the Bible that takes place after the Bible.
0: After the Bible. Those are the kind of jobs I got to get. I had a good hashtag for tonight, too, but we didn't get to it. Yeah. Next week. Next week, I'm going to drop a hashtag on, on your heads that's going to track like you've never seen. Get ready. So, so yeah, I I, I did not watch Sons of Liberty. I got no time for that. Well, clearly, I knew what I was for, but you, I you didn't watch it
6: just to see how bored the um, all the extras in the red coats look. Mm-hmm. They the, the one of them looks like he's just waiting to play with his
0: iPhone. Mm-hmm. I got to open one of these Under the Dome cards. I uh, uh, Jason the uh, the uh, st- studio dude, the Dudio. Gave me a box of Under the Dome Season 1 trading cards, and I said I'd open a pack every week on the air. Here's card one, The Endless Thirst. It's got that uh, red-headed woman staring at someone. Pilot, where there's the young lady who runs around with the young man. The End... Wait. There's two cards called The Endless Thirst, but they have different pictures on them. Do I have, like, a misprint here? Am I, Do I have the... Is this like the upside-down airplane of under-the-dome cards? Did I just stumble on a billion-dollar trading card? Then there's thicker than water. And then there's a card that says curtains, which is a picture of a hand touching the dome. And that is this week's under-the-dome trading card segment. Don't worry, there's 28 more packs. To go through, guys. Thank you for the call, buddy. Best show, you're on the air.
8: Hi, Tom. This is Taylor in Denver.
0: Taylor in Denver. What's up, Taylor?
8: Well, uh, I was going to chat with you about a possible hashtag, but it sounds like you've already got an idea for one.
0: Well, what, what's your idea?
8: Well, um, I thought to would be best to keep it simple, so uh, best show. WTS, which stands
0: for With Tom Sharpling. Hmm. Interesting. What about an AP Mike hashtag? Right? That would work. Because then there's nobody's going to be nobody's gonna mistake it. I do like the WTS. But, um... I
8: mean, it, it may sound a little too much like WTS, but maybe that's a compliment. I
0: don't know. No, that is a compliment. <laughs> but, um, this, uh, this, uh, this, uh, because we used to have best show for life which 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 started here that did not exist before that and then I yeah, then yeah. then everybody who likes any TV show I'm telling you I'm looking at it right now best show for life the Cosby show <laughs> this guy wrote the Cosby show best show for life number four and then he adds Bill Cosby on it oh <laughs>
8: like pollution
0: yeah he adds bill cosby on it so bill cosby now potentially will see that tweet Ugh. i know right yeah
8: yeah i think ap mike that that might be a way to go because you're right
0: there's nobody like ap mike and does gronk have a first name it, it is is it just gronk I don't know. What do you think, Taylor?
1: Is this Are we Taylor catch who does that
0: girl you, you're saying? you do the no. You do the you do the show I was on, right? I, I do.
8: Yeah, yeah. What's the name
0: of your show again? Give yourself a little plug.
8: <laughs> it's called These Things Matter, the podcast.
0: It's a I great know. show.
8: Oh, thanks. Yeah, we we chatted about Led Zeppelin for a long time.
0: We did. It's, it was you and some other and what's the other fella's name? Russell? So, what's his name?
8: Uh, I think you called him Herb. Herb? Uh, yeah, he's he's my friend Kevin. Kevin, Kevin.
0: Brian. mm-hmm. Kevin, yeah, but but people know you're the you're the draw of the thing, <laughs> right? Of these things matter. He's like well, the he's like the Kamal of it, and you're like the Johnny B <laughs> of it.
8: I mean, I would never slander uh, uh, my my brother in Pod, as they call him. Oh. Out. But uh, Where can people... A... Go
0: ahead, sorry.
8: Sorry, he's a, he's a stand-up comedian locally, so mm-hmm. he's, he's well-known in Denver.
0: Where can people hear These Things Matter?
8: Well, uh, our website is thesethingsmatterpodcast.com, but we're also just on iTunes, so you can just look it up there.
0: And who's going to be on the latest episode?
8: <laughs> uh, well, we have one coming out next week. With uh, a local musician, and she's going to be talking about the band Devo. All right.
0: What's yeah. a, what's a juicy one? Give me some. Do it's a juicy uh, name you have coming up, or that you just had. name?
8: You know like what, Tom? We're, we're flying by the seat of our pants. We kind of uh, book people week to week. Right. So I honestly have no idea
0: who's coming up. Right, well, who so did maybe you, stay tuned? Who did you have recently that is an exciting episode?
8: Uh, well friends of the show like the Andy Kindler episode.
0: Oh, there you go.
8: Yeah.
0: That's uh, that's all you needed to say. <laughs> and what he did you guys the talk about? You talked about the Grateful Dead, okay. Yes. Yes. Sounds like a thrill to hear and right? what did he <laughs> talk about? Sugar magnolia or something?
8: Uh he talked about what it's like to be the preeminent Big Pen impressionist in the country.
0: Shakedown Street. Yeah. You talking about Shakedown Street?
8: Uh, he talked about listening to it in Queens and uh, wishing he was older so he could like it. He could travel with them because uh, he was a little too
0: late to be able to travel with them. Well, Taylor, you know what I'm going to do hmm. is listen to that episode. No. Oh. And thank you, madam, for the call. That's call? Cool. Final call. Best show you're on the air. Hey, Tom. Hey, who's this? This is Tom in Asheville, North Carolina. Tom. In Asheville, what's going on in Asheville tonight?
10: Um, not too much. I just wanted to call and make sure you were aware of the upcoming uh, Prairie Home Companion cruise that was happening in March.
0: Ugh. Could you imagine? I did not know about that. But seriously, could you imagine? Is 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 Garrison Keillor on the cruise? Yes. Yes. Could you imagine being stuck on a boat? That's a, you know what they should just call that That cruise? A cruise. That's all it would be. A bunch of old fossils walking around. The, the Prairie Home Companion Cruise is otherwise known as a cruise. With barely Democrat people on it. People who are not nearly as, as liberal as they think they are. How's, it's out of uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. How's everyone doing here on the Home Companion Cruise uh tonight? This cruise ship is uh pretty far away from um Lake Wobegon. It kind of reminds me of Mrs. Abernathy's uh rhubarb pie that she makes. When the football team makes it to the state tournament, every year it's a sign of good luck. She makes her rhubarb pie and gives a slice to the coach. And every year they lose in the first round. (laughs) Imagine being in one of the theaters with that guy.
2: And then
6: leaving and then
0: having nowhere to go. I'm telling you, not that I say somebody should do this. I hope nobody ever does this. But I'd like to see it. I'd like to see somebody throw a balloon filled with ink right at the guy while he's up there. Because, you know, then he would be like, what happened? He wouldn't be able to figure it out. That'd be the best part of it. What just him just puzzled. Or if somebody came with, like, a giant garbage bag filled with crickets, like live crickets. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I'm telling you. Love to see it. Not that I want it to happen. I don't want it to happen. Wish I could see it. Maybe that should be a topic next week. What would you like to see that you don't want to necessarily happen? Like a simulation. Or just in theory, you want to run run it through, but you're just like, nah, that's too mean or too rough to actually happen. I don't want that to actually happen to other people. But it's nice to think about. You know what I mean?
10: Like that show that uh, asks what would happen if animals fought
0: each other. Yeah, just like that. Get off my phone. Shutting them down. Phones are down for the night. Guys. The best show will be back next week. January was a very rough month for me, obviously. And we're trying to piece it together and have, we're going to have a, going to try to have a good February. February. We're already off to a good start. This is a fun show. How do you help the best show? Well, that's an interesting question. I'll tell you how you help the best show, because we're again we're starting off. We're not a part of some some organization where we get to, to to get plugged on all the other podcasts on a network. No, we're not. We got we got we're an island here. We're an island. Best shows an island. Best show's an island. So we gotta get the word out. We gotta let this thing grow. How do you get the word out? You listen. How do you help the best show? You listen. You tell people the show's back. I'm still shocked at the people who don't know the show's back. You tell other people, listen. You tell people to subscribe to the podcast. You subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. You write a nice review over at iTunes and you support the advertisers. We're going to have a little bit of advertising. Look how that went tonight. How painless was that tonight? How painless was that? That's where we'll be, painless. Nice compliment to the show. That's where we're going to be, a lot of nice companies. You say if it makes sense to you, you support them, you use the best show uh tag like that uh that uh the Squarespace thing. You enter in uh, "best show," then they know you came from here. That's that's how that works. But we got to get the word out, guys. So let's beat that drum. I want to wish Patrick Roddy Uh good luck. He's having his wisdom teeth out. I wish him the best of luck with that. I want to tell you that uh, Jason Gore, the uh, the dudio, as I call him, which I'm sure he loves, because it's does not necessarily flow off the tongue, and it sounds stupid for about six different reasons. It sounds like Daddy, which is terrible. It sounds like Susudio, which is terrible. It's bad for a lot of reasons. Look, we don't choose these nicknames. They get chosen for us. Him and his uh, 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 comedy partner, Kristen Bartlett, do a show called The Dead Dads Club. And they will be doing it tomorrow night in New York City at the UCB Theater. And Chelsea. You go see that. That's at 8 p.m. What else we got? We got the the Sharpling and Worcester box set over at Numero Group. We got all the t-shirts over at Stereolaughs.com. We've been doing these live shows. Los Angeles. Sold out. Chicago. Sold out. New York, first show, sold out. Second show, sold out. Third show, sold out. Fourth show, (gasps) here's the twist. Not sold out. The Bell House. That show is not sold out. But don't sleep on this. Get your tickets. It will sell out. I don't want to hear nobody crying when it sells out and you don't got no ticket. Put four of these things on sale. with the bell house in in Brooklyn. What else do I need to tell you about? Next week, I'm going to try something a little different. The show's going to end next week at midnight. And then I think we're going to try something crazy for a half hour after that. It's going to be a thing we can do as a uh, semi Uh, frequent uh, little sideshow. I own the equipment. I also take advantage of it. We'll do something on that. We'll do a little thing next week that I call the half hour of power. From, From midnight to 1230. The half hour of power. Unscreened calls. With me and AP Mike and whoever else is around in here answering these calls. The half hour of power. We're going to we'll try that out. We'll see how that, that might be. It might be one and done, as they say. Or it could be an evergreen that 60 years from now, we're still talking about the first time the half hour of power started. Remember that night? The half hour of power started. But next week we will do. The half hour of power. At the end of the best show. In the meantime. I'm going to play something. Let's see if I can find something here. On the free music archive. To play. On the way out. Here's a song. By my bros. The Hank Four. Everybody, good night. The best show will be back next week. Thank you to everybody for everything and do all those things I told you about. Let's do all of them. This brand new song is called Garbage Star. Here's Hank Four. See you next week.